Hi, uh, my name is Raph. I am playing Grinna, a barbarian human, uh, running from his past as an ex-soldier, now turned mercenary. Hey everyone, I'm, I'm Jared. I am um, playing the character of Luther. Uh, he's a Dampier. Uh, he is a fighter that specializes in firearms, a bit of an investigator, and I am the great, great, great uncle of uh, Grinner. Hi, I'm Jacob. I'm playing Tithla, the Goblin Ranger. Uh, she is a wonderful hunter and medical genius. Hi, I'm Haz. I'm playing uh, Theodore Ursa, the satyr druid, who's a kind of a, a charismatic druid who's unwillingly taken Tifla un under his under his wing as she's followed him through the, the forest for the past few months. G'day, I'm Tom. I'm playing Jonal, the Asimir wizard. Um, he is on the pursuit of good and evil, uh, finding out the best and worst in this world, and he's doing that with a little bit of naivety and optimism. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of our Curse of Strahd campaign. Hello! Hello, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Lost Archives. It's lovely to have you joining us for Curse of Strahd. We're excited, we're keen, and there is a new face joining us for tonight. First time on the D&D &D stream, but a regular of our Sea of Thieves streams way back when we did lots of Sea of Thieves. It's Andrew! Hello, everybody. How are you? They're doing well, and so are you, from the looks of things. I'm loving the... Um, yeah. the th this must be your new place with the feature wall behind you. Oh, a little bit, uh, yeah, a little bit of everything happening behind me. It's great. It just looks like a blank blue wall to me, so it's I would just... Uh, that's exactly, that's okay. exactly what it is. <laughs> okay, fantastic. No, I, I'm, I'm loving it. I was having, obviously, with Jesse's birthday, I was messaging oh. and saying, like, how you doing? And then I found out you guys have moved to, um, moved to the lovely Maribyrnong, so that's very nice. Yeah, fantastic spot. Very, very exciting. Um, now, obviously, you are an old hand at D&D. You've played uh, lots and lots of D&D before. You and I have played some D&D together. I, have I? I've been your DM before, haven't I? Yeah, that's right. I you took over. You have descended to Avernus. When our DM dropped out, uh, <laughs> which was fun. The one time I get to be a player, I get, what, was it three sessions? And then the DM was like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Interestingly enough, uh, he is back now, and we are actually midway through Descent into Avernus yet again. Yeah, it's fun. It, but... I'm, I'm exactly at the point where I've always gotten to the other four <laughs> times that I've tried to play this campaign. So and I've just messaged. I've just messaged him, and uh, I said I was coming down for a character spot, and he's just let me know he's now moving back to New Zealand this time. So um, he I is not. I think it might be my <laughs> fault. I've just I've inserted myself in as a guest character. And it looks like he's cancelled the uh, the campaign again. Sorry about that. Get out of it! Get out! Of it. <laughs> that was that was one of my favourite campaigns as a player, though, because we we approach things as chaotically as one possibly could. Um, your character was you were a halfling rogue, were you not? Uh, I we was multiple no different characters in that campaign because my character repeatedly died. Um, <laughs> I was playing Sir Gareth there for a little bit, uh, a right. human paladin. I was playing yeah. a good halfling uh, rogue there for a little bit um, and then was also playing an Oathbreaker Paladin as well. Just yeah. for a little bit of, uh, I just... little bit of spice there as well. I think for me, I just remember Skamos, the um, halfling... Oh. The halfling rogue who, um, at every Beautiful. opportunity, would backstab the party to make deals with demons and devils. At every opportunity, oh, any like, chance he got, would matter. find would find and create opportunities with people who weren't devils, um, just in case they might be devils in disguise. Like it was, um, <laughs> it was genuinely well, hilarious. It was to the point where the party refused to wear jewelry around me because I would happily take fingers. 
Yeah, and you were collecting like other halflings' yeah, gears yeah, for a bit, time. weren't you? Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, it was intense. That was, <laughs> it was, was quite possibly the most evil character that I think I've ever played, actually. And we're bringing the, him uh, back to no, no. Um, no, we are not. No, we are not. Did no, we do. Thing. We do have a new character. You, you are obviously playing a new character tonight. I don't want to give too much away. We will introduce your character when we meet them in the uh, in the campaign. But for those who are watching on YouTube or Twitch, you will be able to see in the overlay directly underneath me the character name and a little bit of the artwork. Um, I have to say, this has been one of my favourite characters to draw. Um, I, I've never drawn so much sass in a character uh, before, so I'm, I'm very delighted to uh, to be able to bring a sassy uh sassy gnome to life i'm excited to uh to see how the uh how the actual characterization matches up with the uh the image i have in my mind from the very brief description that you gave me now we we're obviously down jared tonight jared um has had uh, some reconstructive surgery on his knee today uh we just got a message from him before actually he's doing really well so sounds like everything's going uh, going really well after surgery so we're sending our uh, our good wishes for a speedy recovery to jared um hopefully he will be joining us back again soon obviously jared and andrew have played a lot of DD together their dynamic is uh is always quite fun to watch so uh, i am excited to have them both in the stream together for uh, for Curse I'm, uh, I'm dropping some food off to jared a little bit later tonight so oh, brilliant. Uh, it's yeah one of those things that uh, i'll pass on my love Yes, please. Yeah, I've no, sent him a message. That. No. <laughs> I'm doing it anyway. Hit him in the knee. Damn, rebel, rebel. He's you got. He's got by the rules. He's got one good no. knee left. Can you take that out so that he's? Yeah. No. Um, ob obviously, it, obviously, pass on our love. I, I messaged him first thing this morning, being like, "Hey, mate, hope everything goes well." Um, and I think he was a bit nervous because he then started messaging me lots of emojis. So I think he was a bit nervous <laughs> about the about the surgery. So um, I was having a bit of a chat to him about it because uh, obviously I spent a fair bit of time in and out of uh, hospital theaters for my job. So I was able to sort of like have a bit of a chat to him and. Uh, I don't know if I made it worse or better. I was like, oh, it's all right. You'll be asleep for most of it. He's like, yeah, I'm actually the most afraid of the anesthetic. I was like, oh, <laughs> well, you'll be fine, mate. I'm sure it'll be all good. You won't remember <laughs> don't that. Hospitals very often. Don't worry, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the brain essentially shuts down during that period. You won't be recording <laughs> any memories at all. <laughs> and he's just there being like, ah. if you die, you'll never know. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I should have said that. I think that would have really helped him. Um, yeah, so obviously, obviously, Jared won't be joining us uh, tonight or for the Return of the Giants stream on Wednesday. Um, he may or may not be back again next week for um, Curse of Strahd and Return of the Giants. At this stage, we don't know. I'm encouraging him to take the time he needs to rest and recover. Uh, and obviously, we've got the lovely Andrew coming in uh, and joining us for the uh, the period while I'm Jake. Uh, well, I almost said Jacob is away. Well, Jared is away and. Um, and then obviously once he comes back, we'll have you two uh, stay around for a little bit longer. And I am hoping, as long as your character survives the next session or so, <laughs> I am hoping to have you come back as a recurring guest character. I've got some uh, got some really grand plans about how we can fit you into the the lore of, of Curse of Strahd uh, quite nicely. The way that I play, good luck with that. Thank you. Is he is he Strahd? Is another character that is Strahd? He's, he's almost... Are you, are you making a Strahd NPC? That, I mean, that well, no, would be... That would be pretty novel and something incredible for the viewers to find out as they watch. Uh, so I guess we'll just have to see. Uh, yeah, now spoilers I, has, thanks. Spoilers, <laughs> thanks. Uh, the only, so just so you know, Andrew, you actually don't hold the record for the player with the most character deaths. Um, that, that prestigious award is currently held by Raph, who in a single campaign, I think went through eight different characters because the other players kept killing him. 
How, how, long, how long did that campaign go for, though? Because uh, I'm pretty sure it was my record with three players and three uh, three characters and three sessions. Oh, I but, don't. Yeah. I, I think you might have the the, the velocity of character deaths might be <laughs> yeah, yours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll have to. We'll have to see. Yeah. I I, I can't remember how many Raf went through in, in a short time frame, but this this was his best friend, right? Raf's best friend, who killed him just repeatedly and was like, "Well, it's what my character would do <laughs> every time." So um. I mean, I some call it about the three and three though. Some is call it that bullying. character deaths yeah. or is that NPC deaths at that point? No, that's like, that character like, deaths. Are you, were you really a character? <laughs> yeah. Or was that like a thing, really? I really, really tried to keep my characters alive, but it just didn't happen. I, at, that, yeah, at that stage, um, you're collateral rather than yeah. a yeah. <laughs> player collateral rather than a player character. What happens in hell stays in hell, and that's about it. And that's what happens <laughs> consistently. <laughs> Um, now, I, I should sorry, I should say for podcast listeners, you won't hear Raf's voice just yet, and that's why we're happy to talk about him behind his back. Um, he's running a little bit late tonight. He will be joining us shortly uh, at some point when he jumps in. So Raf will be here. Uh, just hang tight. He'll be he'll be joining us soon. And he said he hates you all. He so, de- yeah. definitely didn't say that. Specifically, podcast listeners. He definitely. I hate podcast listeners. <laughs> there's got to be there's got to be a point where like Jacob gets over this streak and then has doesn't join in. But so far, it's been consistent. So <laughs> just just well, we're let a team, it happen. In game and out. Yeah, and, and then I just I like Tom's like giggle in the background every time as well, just reinforcing it subtly, just like with a little hey. Yeah, good. <laughs> that's it. It's the breathy laugh. It's a peer support. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's it. Uh, now, I will do a quick recap to get us back into the zone for Curse of Strahd. Um, the good news is we're actually going to be able to bring Andrew's character in pretty much immediately. So once I've done the recap, I'm going to do a quick backstory bit with Andrew for a little bit, just to just to get Andrew in, into the zone, get his immersion building and, and kind of set the stage for his character to make his appearance. So I'll do our recap first, and then we will jump into the episode. The newest team of the Tempest Adventuring Guild have found themselves lost in a strange land, following a request to investigate some mysterious disappearances. Exploring a manor in the ruined town of Dowerbridge, the group have faced ghosts, ghouls, and banshees, and in the process of disrupting a cursed magic ritual, have now been pulled through a tear in space to the demiplane of Barovia. Travelling to the nearby town, the group were met by a Barovian man who introduced himself as Ismark, son of the recently deceased village burgomaster. Ismark also introduced the group to his sister Irina, and revealed that they planned to head to the nearby town of Alaki, fearing that they might befall the same fate as their father. The group have now arrived at Valaki, having travelled across the fearsome and dangerous Barovian wilderness, uh, arriving in the walled town over to the west, which the group are hoping is safe from the many dangers of the wilds. Arriving in the town, the group had to quickly make a detour to the church of St. Andril, Tithla having suffered horrific burns as a result of an altercation with a coven of night hags in the uh, session before in exchange for him and an oven yeah actually the oven was what really like fucked you up um it was it was animated just for context andrew i can see you laughing that a player died to another it was an animated oven um in exchange (laughs) in exchange for healing the priest father lucian employed the group to locate the holy bones of a saint which had once provided protection to the church but have been stolen some nights prior. While Grinner travelled to the nearby tavern, met with an elven-looking bard called Rictavio, and then drank himself into a stupor, the rest of the party set about searching for clues. After discovering the Undercroft had been disturbed with very familiar-looking footprints, the group interviewed the caretaker, a young lad called Miliavoj. Coming through. A young lad called Miliavoj. 
Despite their suspicions, the team couldn't find any concrete evidence linking him to the crime, but did get a lead on a guard known to be in the employ of the Wachter family, this guard having been uh, interested in the bones hidden beneath the church. Travelling back to the inn, with Tithlin now slightly further from death, and I, I really have to um, really double down on that slightly further from death, uh, the group have reunited and are now heading to the Wachter Manor to locate and question this guard. Last session, we left off as the group arrived, plus, plus Grinna and Tithla arrived at the outside of the manor house. Um, I'm actually moving the tokens just on the map so you guys know where you are. Um, over towards the manor house, which is just located off the main road near the Blue Water Inn, where Grinna had organised food and lodgings for the night. As you walk up towards the gates that cover the, uh, cover the very uh, well-maintained cobble road leading up towards this manor house, located on a little bit of a hill with a large hedge fence surrounding the outside and through the hedgerows you can see this stone wall covered with sharp metal spikes at the top. Uh, at the front gate there are two guards dressed in very unique looking leather armour. The leather is bands and strips of leather that have been sewn together to form almost this padded appearance and you can see that there are links of chain woven into the leather as well. As you look at this, anyone who's got any proficiency with uh, with Smith's tools would understand this probably provides a bit more protection than studded leather armor, but without the disadvantage of the clinking chainmail. This is the armor of someone who doesn't want to be heard, but wants to be able to survive a hit or two. Um, the two guards are both human, uh, one male, one female. The female guard on the left uh, looking quite quite a bit older than you might imagine for a guard, late 40s, early 50s, graying hair, hidden beneath a helmet that sort of hides most of her face and, and casts it in shadow, uh, holding a very long spear with a jagged tip that looks like it's been damaged by rust. The male guard is a older gentleman as well, probably I'd say early 40s, maybe just a bit younger than the woman. Uh, very distinctive scar. Half of his right ear has actually been cut off, leaving this jagged... Um, scar tissue down the side of one face and actually pulling his face up a little bit where the scar tissue has constricted giving him this kind of lopsided experience uh, lops lopsided experience lopsided expression <laughs> i guess it's a lopsided experience as well <laughs> the kind of works uh yeah this lopsided expression as you walk up and can see this this this, these two guards standing there. Um, Grinner comes out of his drunken stupor just in time as uh, as Raf Raf joins the uh, Raf joins the stream just in time. I, I've just finished the um, just finished the intro. So that was perfect. Did everyone's sound go weird for a bit there? Yeah. Yeah. When Raf joined. Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah your audio broke up there for a sec. They just came good after two seconds. The good news is that my microphone goes to two different outlets, so for the stream, hopefully nothing went weird. Because um, so thanks, Haz, you've ruined it. You've just ruined the illusion. <laughs> and the curtain falls and reveals a man hiding behind pulling buttons. No, don't look at me. Um, Alas, we don't actually know what we're doing. <laughs> I'm a I'm a great adherent of the make it up as I go along school. Um, mm. But in fact, we're not going to be jumping in with your characters. As your characters stand there spying the guard who you had decided to investigate, we instead jump to a different character. Raspip. You have arrived in Barovia some weeks prior. Whether it was part of a large group or a small group, you would have come through with a couple of friends and colleagues. How close you were to them is entirely up to you, but you are now the only one remaining. Whether it was to the dangers of the wilds, uh, vicious wolves, 
other monstrosities half hidden in shadow that took your companions and consumed them whole in front of you or tore them apart, uh, or whether it was the undead that patrol many of the roads and villages, the, the outskirts of the villages, you are now the only one remaining from the group that you came in with. Um, your time in Barovia has been pretty shit. Um, Barovia is not a very great place. The sun, when it does rise and is visible in the sky, is always half hidden by cloud. You know that there are a multitude of dangers that you've never had to experience before in your life back in the in the world that you came from. Uh, now, you can have come from whichever world you want to. Maybe you're from the Forgotten Realms. That's entirely up to you. Um, but your your time in Barovia has been yeah, pretty dismal. You've been in Valaki now for the past couple of days. Um, you observed a pretty horrific event, uh, classified as a festival by the uh, the villagers of, uh, of Valaki, known as the Wolf's Head Jamboree. Um, in this, lots of the villagers went out, hunted some wolves, cut their heads off, put them on spikes, and then paraded through the village with the wolf heads on sticks. Um, they, yeah, like there were kids like skipping rope on the wolf intestines. Like it was, it was pretty, pretty messed up. Um, this was all in the name of joy and delight. The uh, the village burgomaster, the village mayor, um, to your mind is very clearly uh, batshit insane. Um, this whole thing of like, there's all these catchphrases that people in town say whenever they hear the guards, like smiles go for miles. Um, and it's, it's really a bit odd. And your understanding is that a number of the people in Valaki genuinely believe that if they can just have enough fun, they'll be safe from all the dangers of Barovia. Um, you know this is absolute crap. Uh, and if anything, the cult-like mentality of most of the people here probably precludes them and makes it easier for uh, for dangers to occur. Um, so your, your experience of Valaki has been a bit sort of, I'd say... Your time outside, yeah, Valaki. Thank you, thank you very much. Well done. Um, oh, I'm tempted to give an inspiration for that. Um, yeah, go on, go on. It was a good pun. It was a good pun. You can have it. Um, that was that was good. I and the fact that I didn't see that one coming is uh, is a testament to uh, to how how far I have fallen in my punnage. Um, but yeah, you you've probably in this time you've probably been staying at the Blue Water Inn. Um, as far as inns go, actually quite nice. Um, definitely not what you were expecting when you came into Valaki. Um, the owners, the uh, Marakovs, are very lovely. Um, Damien, who has been the main person you've spoken to, this very dark-haired gentleman with a long, dark black beard with streaks of grey through it, um, he and his wife and two sons have been incredibly accommodating, immediately fetching for you a room, food and drink when you first arrived. And the rates at first were a little bit steep, but... As you've sort of stayed and not left, they've been offering you this sort of ongoing discount as you've kind of done things to help out around the place. Maybe that's been some things involving your magic. Maybe that's been some skills or knowledge you have from wherever you're from. Whatever services you've been able to share with them, that has now offered you a bit of a discount. And so for the last two nights, you've actually not had to pay for food and drink there, um, which has been pretty damn good for you. <laughs> it's been quite nice. While you were in the tavern, you, you've heard a number of other outlanders like yourselves, or heard of them coming through. Um, it's not a rare occurrence. It happens every couple of months. People are brought through the mists and are trapped in Barovia. And you've not really been able to figure out why 
from what you can tell, it's almost like some bizarre Hunger Games situation where these outlanders are brought in and slowly killed or destroyed by the various dangers of Barovia. You have heard of some adventurers or some mercenaries who've gone up against Count Strad von Zarovich, the ruler of these lands, and who you've been pretty, like, I'd say, like, no, no doubts told is basically a god of this realm and is all-powerful and an immortal vampire. Um, you've seen the procession of ghosts that marches from his uh, castle every night at midnight towards the various graveyards across Barovia, all the people who've gone up against him and died before died before the hundreds of ghosts um that's probably put you off a direct assault and encouraged you to think of a smarter way around the problem as you were in the inn you heard the market of the markovs talking about a group who've just come in a brand new group who've appeared in the town um one of them this this grizzled soldier who seemed intent on drinking himself into oblivion and then uh the rest of them having not come into the inn yet but talking about setting aside some rooms getting some things ready for for five no sorry it would have been six people who needed no seven people who needed needed shelter and needed to have somewhere to sleep for the night hearing about this i'd say your interest has been peaked a little bit other people like yourself maybe they're from your homeland maybe not but strangers here maybe there could be something you could get out of them maybe there's something you could you could learn that could be useful and so you finish off your beer or ale or whatever it is you want to drink a whiskey maybe um jump off your stool and, and head out to the town and literally as you walk out of the inn you see probably one of the stranger groups that you've ever seen before um in front of you standing outside the wokta manor house is a satyr a half man half goat <laughs> hybrid um with the lower half of a goat uh slightly longer goat-like tail than most goats have, um, horns and this big shaggy, it's like a reddish brown hair. Um, there is a man dressed in like pure white and blue robes uh, with a number of, you've got, it's one large big spell book, isn't it, Tom, that you've got strapped to your waist? Yeah, that's right. Carry yeah. it around. Um, there's a, a soldier looking fellow still holding a bottle of whiskey that's mostly dry, um, mostly <laughs> drunk. Uh, a small goblin girl dressed in very bright, colorful yellow and green clothing. Um, and a gentleman in a long duster coat with very pale, almost albino skin um, with what looks to be some sort of weird crossbow hybrid strapped to his waist in a holster. And you can see that they're sort of like slowly walking up towards uh, the guards at the Wachter house. Uh, what would you like to do, Raspip? Um, Raspip is probably going to... I think just follow on a little bit just to suss out whether or not there's any uh, nefarious intentions upon the group of travelers that I'm looking ahead of. Um, I'm going to sort of follow, not deliberately stealthing, but also not getting in the way and trying to be a nuisance to the group. I just want to see where the rest of the party are going um, and yeah, try and find an opportune moment to introduce myself. Yeah. You, you see the group wander up towards the, the guards. Um, I now pass over to the main group. What would you guys like to do? You, you can see, I mean, you've been told the description of the guard with half an ear. He's literally standing there. I think we should probably leave and make sure we're not being followed before we engage in this. Probably go and hide for at least a week. Luther, what do you think? Uh, 
I, I don't think I don't think we should be hiding, little lady. I, I just forgot that I had to be Luther then. Sorry. <laughs> the one um, guy that wasn't here to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> Classic fucking Jacob. Um, I didn't do it. Tithler did it. Oh, sorry. That's I would never. It's what my character would do. Oh, I, I swear to God, if I hear those words tonight, someone's gonna die. Not the characters. <laughs> one of you. Um, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't think we should be. We should be bailing out of here, little lady. We, we've got some stuff that we need to be doing. We, we, here's the man we needed to talk to. Why do you think we're being followed? You, are your burns still affecting you, Tithler? Who said that? I must be the milk of the poppy. That's why you're stoned out your gourd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I should I should say, Andrew, um, we're using a injury table and a sanity table. Uh, I've got a whole bunch of custom rules, which you can check out on the wiki, uh, Lost Archives wiki. There's a link now in the uh, in the description below and in Twitch. Um, the injury table, uh, Jacob rolled the worst possible burn injury he could get. Um, Not necessarily. I'm sure you yeah, can no, roll it worse was the, than in that one. No, it was the worst. Um, <laughs> oh, no, okay. Yeah, it was the worst. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was essentially fifth degree burns. Uh, <laughs> it's the equivalent of what that was. So he's now doing a little bit better, but this goblin is wrapped in bandages, I would say. Like every, like most of the spare skin is now wrapped in bandages. And you can see- she's covered. Yeah, she's covered. And in between the bandages, there's a mixture of green and red flesh. <laughs> some places where there's still skin, some places where there's just flesh. Is it like shedding? Is it shedding off? It no, looks like it it's been like bound. <laughs> Sorry, you go. Yesterday. You go. It was so, so much more recent than anything okay. you could possibly imagine. These are like the first application of bandages that have been right, put okay. on her. Yeah. Every time she takes a step, it's ah, ah, ah. Ow, ow. So it makes sense that you just stoned off your face then. Absolutely. She ha- she yeah, was okay. specifically fed milk of the poppy uh, last yeah. session. Right. So, yeah. Beautiful. Um, for those listening at home, that's essentially opium. Uh, so just enjoying some milk of the poppy. And watch that video um, get demonetized faster than I can say milk of the poppy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jonah's going to drop down to her knee and uh, just sort of look in front of Tisla. Oh, Tisla, you know, you... Are you okay? Are you just seeing me right now? You're talking about seeing other random uh, children before. Are, are you okay? Which which journal? Ah, oh, uh, guys, we might have a bit of a problem. She's um she's really quite cooked. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. Rose is supporting me in this. You would be fun. Yeah, Rose, Rose has got it. Well, she's no different than usual. Oh, okay. That's... You're also quite uh, quite drunk as well, so um, <laughs> I think we might need to take the lead here, uh, Theodore. And um, I think our options are: we just directly chat with this guy, or we sort of take a well, moment and. Honestly, he seems a bit um, brutish. I think he's more hired muscle, um, and he's probably hired not to tell us. Actually, can I roll for that? Can I can I give that a little um, insight check into yeah. how likely yeah, this course. dude is to? Do anything. How friendly is the bikey basically? 14. (laughs) Excuse me. Bikey? Typecasting a bit here. Uh, The (laughs) bikey is. uh, um, (laughs) As you you look across at this, essentially uh, the DD stat block says thug. Um, <laughs> I don't want to type. Cast. Sorry, my mistake. As, yeah, yeah. No, as you as you look across the uh, look across the gentleman guarding the um, gentleman guarding the estate. Um, I, I mean, clearly someone took offence to him and tried to cut his head off. Uh, as you look at the scar that's cut his ear off, it's very clearly whatever did this was a very sharp implement, and the scar as you look closer actually continues down a little bit, not too dissimilar from Grinner's neck 
uh, scar, which is obviously a lot lower and, and is more of like a, a ropey kind of twisting scar. This one's much cleaner and smoother as it's been cut. Um, but yeah, the, the, the scar does look like someone took offense to this guy and tried to cut his head off. Now, whether that means he's an asshole or the person he's interacting <laughs> with is an asshole, you're not sure. But I would say looking at this guy as he's sort of sneering at people walking past this permanent scowl etched across his face, partly as a result of the scarring, you get the sense this guy probably isn't going to be up for just a quick like chat at the front gates. But does he look bribable? Uh, that's a very good question. That's It's a hard thing for you to tell just looking at someone whether they're bribable um you get the sense though that you you could try an offer and mm-hmm. i mean if it starts to go south just just get out of there quickly Fair enough. Um, hey, yeah, all right. um oh, yes. so he he kind of looks like grinner and grinner's never really been forthcoming with um information for strangers and you know when we came across the Vistani, he was, was outwardly aggressive oh maybe uh, I, was, I mean they're, they're a bunch of shits though right like also fed, but what? What if you try so, to talk about like some mutual opinions, like how bad it is to fall asleep on guard duty or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Just spitballing uh, here. Uh, yeah. As as you guys are having this conversation, Luther leans in. Um, I just did a perception check for Luther. How stealthy are you being, uh, Raspip? Um, I'm not being stealthy at all to okay, be great. <laughs> brilliant yeah. I rolled a 16 for Luther's perception so he, he sort of leans and goes uh, guys I don't want to don't want to raise a scene but there, there's a there's a gentleman over there short of stature with a funny red cap who seems to be watching us but, what? I, I don't think we him? need to be identifying people based on their stature and whether they're short on it or not okay there's a there's a gnome over there or a halfling who seems to be watching us do I do I hear am I close enough to be able to hear that I mean, you've been walking up this whole time. Yeah. As you, you like walk up, Luther leans in to be a bit stealthy. What's your passive perception? I'm guessing quite high, given your... Uh... Oh, maybe not, actually, now that I say that. Uh, no, no, no. no. Okay. <laughs> so you probably... Gonna, like, actively look where Luther's telling us there's someone, yeah. like, very Luther. overtly stare at yeah. the person walking up. Yeah, you turn around, and would you like to describe your, uh, your character, Andrew? And I'll put their artwork up on the screen. Uh, okay, so Raspip is an absolute giant gnome at three foot nine. Um, <laughs> he's gloriously tall, and he's actually the tallest in his entire family. Um, he is wearing a uh, just sort of general traveler clothes more than anything else, um, but red seems to be the uh, the main theme of of garb that he's wearing. Um, he has got a giant sort of wonky crooked staff, um, which would indicate magic user. Um, other than that, he looks really well, cripple as well. I, you know, I mean, to last in this sort of, uh, this sort of realm, you would expect, uh, yeah, cripples to at least have some description of magic as well. Um, but more than anything else, he's just fatigued and tired. Um, I think... Yeah, since coming into this plane, he hasn't really been, uh, yeah, in a position where he can relax and truly settle down and be himself. Wonderful. And as as Rapip, Raspip kind of like wanders over, as <laughs> you get a bit closer, uh, Grinner, you turn around and see this very like, uh, yeah, slightly exhausted looking gnome, still with a bit of a spring in his step, about 10 metres away from you guys, like wandering up towards you. 
bit of a half smile on his face. Lufa, there's, there's a gnome there. Look. I, I, I know that's what I was pointing out. The, the, oh. Look at that gnome. I beckon him. I beckon him. Hello, sir. Can we um, can we help you with something? Um, I, d- I don't think so. Zen. Okay then. Oh, can, I, can I carry on? Okay. We'll see you Bye. again. Can I? <laughs> can, can I see uh, all of your hands, though? Is that alright? No. Look, I'm uh, not going to lie. That's frankly a uh, an odd request. You can pick the front or the back, but you can't see the whole hand. <laughs> just, um... This just, makes just, a valid point. Just the front of the hand will be fine. How do you define front? Uh, relative to where you your hand face up, is. Fingers oh, dear. forward. <laughs> For podcast listeners, Jacob's holding his hand flat, horizontal. So that you can see just the fingertips. Just the tips of the fingers. forward. All right, no, I, it, I, I can fly. Yeah, it's not Luther's you. Good. It's not you either. And what about you guys? Jonah puts his hand out. Uh, no, it's not for you. Gang signs. <laughs> west, west. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll hold my hands out. Why not? Everyone uh, else is doing it. Oh, it's not, not you either. Hmm. What are you looking for? I. I. I had a magic ring before I came here, and I'm looking for it now. I don't, I, I don't know exactly where it's gone. When I got transported here, it's just uh, seemed to disappear off my possessions. Is there one of the ones hanging off your staff there? I can see a couple of dangling. Is it? Is it one of those? No, it's, uh, it, it goes with those, though, but it's not any of them. What colour is it? Uh, it's made of silver. So, yeah, but is it silver or do you have you painted it? Is it yellow, green, um, blue? Uh, I would red, presume it's silver. Brown, he said it's descriptively pink, silver. Sil- oh, yeah, silver? It's, yes, it's made made of silver. Well, I mean, um, not, so uh, what I'm Raspip is going to minor illusion what the ring would look like um, in front of him. Um, so it's basically a really old style, antique looking ornate silver ring. Uh, pretty plain. There's nothing too much that sticks out about it. Um, there's no gemstones on it. It's just like a really tarnished silver with a little bit of inscription on the side. But um, yeah, nothing overly special about it. It's beautiful. And you say this is a magic ring? It, what, what, what does it do? Um, it does some stuff. Uh, well, that's, a, that's mighty helpful. descriptive. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, 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 it's, uh, it does some stuff for me. But nobody else. Well, yes. Luther's going to insight check that. Is this is like some kind of companion ring? Mm, a promise ring? Ooh, uh, a mighty 18 from Luther. Like it only does stuff to you in an emotional sense? <laughs> um, no, it's... Um, so it does it, has no emotional value to you? No, it's definitely got an emotional value for me, but it's also got uh, a bit of an intrinsic value as well. It's, I don't um, understand what that means. Well, we are Fine. about to go into this house here, perhaps, talk to the guards. Maybe you come along and they may have seen your ring. Um, yes, I'd like to look at their hands as well. Well, let's have not you... start with that, because that might kind of put them off. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm amenable to that. Um, have you thought that maybe, maybe people have it in their pocket? 
Um, it's not the kind of uh, piece of jewellery that you would put in a pocket. Uh, rings normally go on a finger. You know, yeah, absolutely right. I, th I thought someone might be tricked, <laughs> oh, but fucking too I was now. so silly. That's on me. I I don't understand why I would say such a silly thing. Was the ring? I said Tithler. Rings go on the finger. Necklaces <laughs> around the neck and watches in the pocket. <laughs> Unless they're on the wrist. <laughs> no, only pocket watches. Okay, what is sorry. this watch of wrist you speak? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> watch of wrist. <laughs> can I, Wondrous can item. Lean, watch of lean. wrist. <laughs> can I lean into Jonal and just say, don't, don't you do some magic shit about finding stuff? Oh yeah, that is a that is actually a good idea. I could possibly help him locate something. Um, mostly identify rather than actually to find exactly. Look, I don't know what you're talking about. There, you, you lost me. Can you identify the path to the item? Um, not at this point, no, but I could tell him more about it, but I have a feeling he might know a lot about it. When he showed us the ring, was it finger-sized for a gnome or finger-sized for a not-gnome? Uh, the minor <laughs> illusion, that's a good question. The minor illusion, were you going for life-size Raspip or going for a bigger version so they could get an idea of the, the detail of it? Um, this is what it would look like on my finger, and I would do a really, really small one. But yeah, if somebody bigger it. were to wear it, then uh, it might look like this. And I'm just going to minor illusion it just being slightly, slightly bigger than it was when it was on my finger. What, uh, what are your rings known for expanding? If you if you really wanted to wear it uh, on your wrist or on your leg or something, then it'd it'd be even bigger. And I'm so just do yeah yeah and yeah. bigger one. You've got that. up to five feet, so you can yeah, get yeah, quite yeah, large. Yeah um, yeah. yeah. Well, we can look for your expanding ring together if you'd like to come along. Uh, That's not something you should ask people, mate. You should ask <laughs> your, your wide gaping ring. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Gruno. Um, if yeah. if I was going to start talking to you and try to get on your good side, oh, what no. what would you like someone to say to you? Because I feel like I could use a strategy on on the guard over there. Do you want to be told you are pretty? No, it's it's well past that. We're, we're all, beautiful, gorgeous. Yeah, uh, past all that, mate. Um, well, look, I, I was thinking about uh, our little problem over the street there, and, and I was thinking, look, what we really need is a way in, right? Now, one one soldier to another soldier. What, what if I try to get myself hired by this mob? What, time, what, what exactly are you trying to achieve? Honestly, I don't have a fucking clue. I just follow this lot over here. Uh, we're we're trying, to, trying to recover some uh, some atoms that were stolen from a church. It was pretty no, serious. Sorry, Luther, we're trying to find a ring now. We're doing both. I think we can help with both. We can we can do both at once. We're looking for something. We can look for this at the same time. What do you, what do you think, Tithler? Uh, I don't know. I've only heard about this ring thing. I wasn't there for the other bit, so I'm just going to look no, no, for a we, ring. No, no, we filled you in about the bones. We're looking for bones as well. Yeah, but I mean, there are bones anywhere. No, but these are special bones. These are special bones. We, we, we look need for special the bones. bones. Yeah. Maybe the ring, ring is the cover, and we'll also look for bones as well. Okay, so we'll go in there accusing them of stealing this person's very unique individual magical ring, so that under the so that we can have a guise when we're actually looking for the super unique individual magic bones. 
you know, I'm okay, just, so I'm just, so I'm just, you're banned from the plans now. I'm just, I'm okay. just, realized. maybe we should delegate each person looking for the things, right? So we can have two people searching for two, for one of the things and two people searching for another. And then Tithla can just like search for oxygen. Tithla, do you reckon you could find <laughs> some oxygen? Uh, yeah, I'll go down the shop right now. And she begins to walk down the No, no, street. no, not right now. Not right now. Please, I think it's going to be Please pick up closed. a left-handed screwdriver while you are done this. Need some okay, headlight bye, fluid. I'll, kinda, I'll get it. And she, she <laughs> Make sure you get some elbow grease. <laughs> she goes to walk away unless somebody goes to stop her. Uh, okay, she walks Luth down the street. Yeah. No, Luther will, yeah. Luther will run forward, grab both your shots and be like, no, no, it, I think the shops are closed. It, it looks like it's a little bit late. Maybe maybe, no. maybe a little bit later, maybe tomorrow. So, Gunas, that is actually a pretty good idea. Um, well, perhaps... To go to, go to the shops? No, to um, get hired by them and, and oh. infiltrate them like that. Hey, that's a really good idea. Yeah, I, I'm glad I thought of it. <laughs> Um, so, while you're not, um, well, first maybe I go up and try and bribe him, we keep you back, so he did not see you, and then, if that fails, then we send you in as a guard. Well, uh, yeah, that, yeah, or the other way around, because if the bribe doesn't work, and all of a sudden I'm looking for work, maybe that's going to be suspicious too. I don't, I don't know. True. All right. Well, then, yeah. If you'd like to go, I is nighttime, uh, usual job hunting time. I, I I do not know. I've I mean, I've not when, held down stable employment before. When when you're in the military, mate, any time's a good time. I think. Perfect. Right. What about four o'clock? Well, yeah. All right. Do you want me to come I, with you as your union representative, or I'm just going to polish off the last of the bottle that I had with me. As you as you do that, Grinner, as you polish off the last of the bottle, you hear the sound of hooves clacking on cobblestones behind you. And as you turn, you see Sorry. a carriage heading towards the gates of the manor. Uh, in fact, you guys have to actually step out of the road to let this carriage pass. The two large uh, grey and black horses that are pulling the carriage, not really slowing down the driver, in fact, on top, urging them forwards so that you have to quickly push yourselves out of the way to avoid being run down. As you do... Anyone who has a passive perception of 14 or higher. Yeah. Yep. I think it's just going to oh, be. Me. Oh, brilliant. Okay. So Tithla, Tithla and Theodore, you notice inside the carriage uh, a woman. Her features half hidden by shadow, but her hand resting on the windowsill of the carriage. It's very obvious. And she is wearing a silver banded ring, antique looking. That looks very similar to the one that you were just shown by Raspip. And yeah, I guess you guys are uh, noticing that Raspip is just oh. Raspip's just looking at the horses like, uh, oh, they're they're good horses. And it, the the carriage went off down the road, was it? The carriage continues up towards the gate. The guards step forward, ah. open up the the metal gateway up to the Wachta Manor, and as the carriage passes through, the guards close the gate behind as the carriage carries on up towards the manor. Uh, well, um, Mr. Rasp, well, 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 I actually did not catch your name. Uh, my, my name is Raspip. Well, Mr. Raspip. Oh, um, Luther saw this too. Sorry, Luther's got a passive yeah. perception of 15. Luther yep. saw this as well. Uh, did you, you saw that, right? Uh, hold, hold up, hold up, Luther. Uh, Mr. Raspip, you, um... Yes? You have magic, Yes. Yes. What what manner of magical um guy are you? 
Um, I'm, I'm a nun. Um, I like to do some spells every now and then, uh, but I'm not very good. Oh, do you do you have a book of spells? Do you um do you, do you read did a book? Did you book or did you learn from say perhaps your great great grandmother having relations yeah. with the dragon or did you? They, uh, it just sort of happened between your grandmother. Well, well you're, you're not a wizard, that's for sure. Probably sounds yeah. Osmanish. It, it just yeah it just sort of happened. I do don't you know how to describe it. Sacrifice small fluffy animals to a primordial being of evil no not me um, i'm not a i'm not a big fan of small fluffy animals but at the same time i'm not a fan of sacrifice either all right well, i'm what can you do like are you going to be of any use to this enterprise or i uh i can see pretty well in the dark okay. um Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm. I think I'm pretty useful. I've, I've made it this far. Look, I'm not going to lie. You've not I'd really be, sold me on yourself at all so far. I'd be a lot more useful if I had my other ring, though. Well, I'll put it this way. I may have some information on where this ring is. I just remembered something. If you were to say help us get our bones back, I could tell you where the ring is. You've seen my ring. Where? Where is my ring? I did you not just listen to the previous sentence? Um, I'm happy to do anything to get my ring back. All right, then we'll know, go. I, I don't know what your bones you're talking about, though. Uh, we could just go to the butcher if you're uh, no, if you're willing to get any bones. Very special bones. Uh, just, uh, keep that. Keep that a little bit quiet. Keep it a little yeah. bit quiet, or I know it's not okay. Yeah, because you're not, uh, not supposed to mention sound, that the, the the bones even exist. To be honest, sounds like if I help you find your special bones, you can find me. Uh, you can help me find my special ring. That is the trade I'm proposing. And uh, as for what I can do, I can do this, uh, and with that, I'm going to cast the light cantrip, giving. Uh, an infinite amount of insight into what I can do as a spellcaster. Which uh, <laughs> which item do you touch to infuse with light? Um, I'm just gonna like finger. Uh, uh, yeah, probably just literally just something like a little pebble or something like that that I just hold up. See, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's, gl- it's glowing. I can do magic. Ah, it's glowing. Um, can I go for a arcana or insight to try and work out? where his source of magic has gone from. Oh, you can you can certainly try, uh, <laughs> given that uh, plethora of information. Yeah. Feel free to pick a Arcana, Insight, uh, Perception, Investigation, whichever one you want to pick, and I'll tell you depending on the uh, the role. Let's go, Perception. 18. Um, the, the magic, he didn't say any prayers, like sometimes you've heard paladins do. He just, he didn't have to consult a spell book like sometimes you've seen Jonor have to do when he's casting spells. Um, he just literally grabs a pebble and concentrates for a few seconds and it starts glowing. Not even a few seconds. He, he concentrates and it immediately starts glowing. No. It seems like... It makes a weird noise too for some reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Couldn't could you... Like, I mean, the light is... Bet you haven't seen that before. Um, no, you are completely correct. I've never seen that. It is quite amazing. Um... I'm sorry, deception, Actually, deception wait. check, please. <laughs> Fifteen. 
14. I would know probably that you are lying, but I'm going to go with it anyway to make me feel good. Great. <laughs> to make me feel good. <laughs> Fantastic. That's very, uh, very special, this, uh, this ability. Uh, actually, it's a pretty common thing with Asamir is actually, um, uh, because I'm an Asamir, I can, Asamara rather, I can cause light as well. Yes, and Jonah right. also does exactly the right thing just to break what was in front of there. Pebble, light on it as well. Look, I, could, I can do it as well. I can, I can make light. I'm, yeah. <laughs> For podcast <laughs> listeners. <laughs> what? Raspip is very surprised by this development. His mouth drops down and hits the floor. Much easier being a gnome. Um, as, uh, get a little way to fall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, yes, it seems our friend Jono can also do this. I personally had no idea. I've n- never well, seen him do that. Well, do hasn't, that. hasn't your mind been blown today? Yes, Two I'm... people with the ability for, to do this unique gift. Uh, can you perhaps do anything else that might be actually useful? Uh, yes. <laughs> if we're going to, you know, engage in some kind of bone like bear fucking teeth. Um, I need to know what we are working with instead of having some rogue agent coming just, along. Uh, just, 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 just name some spells that you can do. Just describe a spell that you can cast. Can you make like fire? Can you make lightning? Can I'm gonna. You... Okay, so you said fire. I'm gonna click my fingers, and a bonfire appears. Oh, and then you, you've said, and then you've said lightning. I'm gonna click my fingers, and an eldritch blast comes out. <laughs> Can I just look across the street? Is the guard watching all of us just standing? Yeah, like now they are, because you're now close enough blasting round magic as uh, as you just start summoning random elemental effects as Luther kind of steps goes, oh, okay, okay, I think that was, that was very mad. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to know? I think that's a good start. No, that's, that's a good start. <laughs> Thank you. The Eldritch Blast, how... What did you learn to do that? Um, I just woke up one day and I could do it. Fair enough. It's a wondrous day to wake up. It was. Uh, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> right, I'll pay more attention to Tuesdays in the future. Uh, was it? Was it cold or was it warm? Mm, I don't remember which Tuesday. Well, then why are we? Why are we <laughs> talking about Tuesdays? If you don't know if it was warm or cold, that what other defining features of Tuesdays are there? Um, it was Tuesday morning. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Hey, hey, Grinner, um, I yeah. think we should head on over there. Yeah. All right, I just turned one way right. towards. Um, yeah, so perfect. What's, um, from my perspective, what is the party trying to achieve here? Are you trying um, to get past the guard that's there? Do you want to just ask as your character? Yeah, what, um, what, what, what's the goal? What are you trying to do? We're Where trying are we to find a ring bone? for our new friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the new friend, and I know we're looking for the ring. Just as a warning, she gets quite clingy with new friends, so um, <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't leave the party if Friendly, I was you. If they say they're going to come back and then don't, and then do, and then leave again, you see what I mean? Um, do not disappoint her, or um, I'll have to turn into a bear and kill you. Um, and all right. Will. Now, um, so we are trying to work out some information. We, we know this person was involved and we need to know how exactly we, was they we suspect We suspect that this person was involved in the theft of something from a church, some bones. We're just making sure that we get all the information before we shoot. Right, so Tiffler? Yes. 
Asking is questions first. Shooting no now? one yet. Shoot. No, no, no. Ask, asking questions first and shooting later. Respite. Apple on the head. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I think well, we have I mean, drawn more than enough attention to ourselves in this street right now. Who are you questions of? Uh, you guard. know, ask, ask that guard man if you can join the um the guards. Say you're out of uh, out of work veteran soldier and you need uh, employment. Okay. Just, I'm a little bit concerned. As Grinner heads off, Luther turns to us. What you guys I'm a little bit concerned that the guard's gonna know that he was part of our party and not trust him because of that. Because we were just like shooting around spells and things like that. Just well, <laughs> he could say he was just drunk and saw someone shooting fireworks. It looked fun. Maybe a festival. I you got the revel here. I don't know if Grinner's gonna think of that though. <laughs> Well, this is on him. <laughs> well, good luck to us all then. Uh, if not, we, we, we stop blasting. Oh, God. Gritter, as you head on yeah. over, the two guards clock you, the woman, just one hand on the spear moving across and holding it with two as she lifts the spear up. Just clocks. Gives you a bit of a nod. The gentleman um, who is hand on the hilt of a, a rather long-looking broadsword at his waist gives you a bit of a look. Down his nose towards you. What, what do you want, mate? What are you doing here? All right. Hey, hello. All right, love. How you doing? Uh, yeah, look, you lot seem uh, military-minded. I myself am uh, military-minded. I am also uh, unemployed, and I would like that to not be the case. And I reckon you could use me. Uh, here uh, doing military stuff. Yeah, it really sounds like we need your expertise. Doesn't it, eh? As the guard, the scarred gentleman looks over towards the woman who's kind of like chuckles a little bit holding her spear. What are your special skills then, eh? Everyone's got special skills. What are your special skills? Well, I'm very good at standing guard for long periods of time without moving. Just like you, oh, I just have to stop you there. Can you do it on one leg? Because Lady Walker likes to see a guard who can balance himself quite well. Well, yeah, as so long as i got a spear in my hand and I can lean on it at the same time, should be right. What about no legs? Can you hold yourself up off the ground with just a spear? Well, I could stand on my knees. Well, it's not really standing then, is it? It's more kneeling. Well, yeah, I suppose. What? Do you not get employed for that? The woman chuckles again <laughs> under her breath. This like snigger as you hear the the oh, the the male guard just sort of looks towards her, gives a bit of a look. Goes, oh, look, sometimes we serve at the pleasure of our mistress. All right. Well, how, how about how about this then? If I beat the shit out of you two, I get high. If you beat the shit out of me, well, you beat the shit out of me. Oh, I mean that. That is a very, like, fascinating proposal, but I've got a counter-proposal. Why don't you run the fuck along out here, back to your little magic friends over there, stop bothering us? What, that lot? They're not with me, mate. Oh, it's just that you were standing there for quite some time, just, like, chatting away. You looked pretty chummy. Didn't you look pretty chummy, Vanessa? Looked pretty chummy to me. I don't yeah, think I, I have so. a chubby bone in my fucking body, mate. Oh, he, he looks like quite a chum, doesn't he? Bit of a glum chum right now, but bit of a chum. Yeah. Uh, all right. Look, give us a fucking job, eh? <laughs> 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 I, mean, 
<laughs> One, where's the job? Two, give me oh, the job. Look, do you know? Do you know what? Do you know what, mate? Your argument has convinced me. I feel. I feel that I have treated you unfairly, and I, and I need to apologise. I've treated him unfairly, haven't I, Vanessa? Oh, very unfairly. I tell you what, we've got a job for you. We need yeah. someone to do. We need someone to do a perimeter check. We ha- we haven't we haven't had time. We're just we're too too busy guarding the front gates. Too too understaffed. You know how it is, right? When this when the army doesn't have enough soldiers, too understaffed. We're looking looking for someone who can do a perimeter check. Uh, right. Checking you gonna... can do a perimeter check is a way of sort of you proving yourself and your abilities, right? Can I? Just size this guy up for a minute. Would you like to make an insight check? I do. I want to. I want to like not insight what he's saying. I don't buy it at all. But I want to see yeah. insight, like just yeah, him. Like, could I take him in a fight, sort of thing? How's he okay. look? I'd say. I'd say perception or insight. Like, right. You've tried to punch a ghost. Like at, at a certain point, I think you think you can find anything. <laughs> we'll certainly yeah. try. <laughs> <laughs> certainly try. Hang on. Here we go. All right. Ten. Um, I mean, can I? Um, yeah. Can I insight check that attempt to uh, to staunch them a little bit? Because I would like to know whether or not you're actually seriously contemplating whether or not you can or can't. So, so you I, okay? Yeah, sure. I could, I could. Uh, you can roll an insight check because you can't, you can't hear a huge amount of conversation, but you can kind of see enough of what's going on. You can see them both, like, yeah. Um, all right, Raspip. Uh, so we'll do Grinner first. Grinner, ten. Um, I mean, this guy's sword, the way he's handling it, this thing should be very heavy. He's just swinging around, hand on the hilt, moving it about as if it weighs nothing. You don't think that's a good sign. <laughs> um, you suspect this guy knows how to use that sword at his side. And the lady with the spear, now that you're a bit closer, that jagged edge, it looks like it's been deliberately serrated and sharpened, the tip of the spear, so that when it goes in and cuts, it tears flesh on the way back out again. This this looks like pretty serious gear. In fact, as you look at them a bit more, these guys look less like guards and less like military men and women and more like bandits with clean clothes um yeah as you have a look you're not sure whether you could or couldn't take them by yourself in a a fair fight uh in an unfair fight you suspect these guys might might pack a bit of a punch rasp it with a 14 you can see grinner like there's a vein bulging on the side of his temple which is within view of you um and you can see the pulse at which that vein is starting to pump getting a bit faster <laughs> as Grinner just looks this guy up and down cracks his neck and then sizes him up one more time just for like the real like, power move style uh, effect in your mind you hear me say if you are if you want to come back to us I can make you invisible and then you can go and bonk them both on the head It's me. It's me. Fuck, what it's, is that? It's, uh, <laughs> it's it's me. It's uh, it's 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 I'm the the little one that's just joined you. Look look over to your group. What? Um, as oh, as Grinner as Grinner begins oh, no. looking around, very confused, hitting the side of his head at one point. The guard sort of looks and goes, "What the? F- oh." We don't. We don't take madmen. All right. We don't. It's just. It's too hard to look after the criminally insane. It just doesn't work. 
doesn't work out very well. Look over at the rest of your group. Who are you talking to, mate? Just for a second. You were right there. Okay, I'm going to turn to look at the group, just totally ignoring old mate. Um, and then I'm did I see you waving at you, going, waving. It's, it's me, I'm the one talking in your head. Hello, as, it's me. As the guard follows Grinner's gaze over towards Raspit. <laughs> not not your friends then, eh? Not very chummy. That one's giving you a right old wave. Look at him. Look at that little fella giving you a wave. Oh, he's trying um, to get your attention. Isn't that cute, eh? I'm going to ignore old mate beside me and I'm just going to look at the group as a whole and kind of go thumb up thumb down thumb uh, up thumb down kind of frowning I clop on over See, seeing the the, the <laughs> bruises obviously I like I clop, <laughs> clop on over as soon as uh, he starts to clop on over and the guy has come up next to me and is distracted watching people come across the road. He hasn't moved from the gate. He's still hand on the hilt of the sword. He's not sloppy. This guy clearly knows what he's doing and he, he knows a distraction when he sees one, albeit a shit one, uh, as he keeps <laughs> his hand on his sword. And in fact, as Theodore begins to clop on over, he pulls the sword out and draws it and then rests it across his shoulders, this massive broadsword. Hello, it no it is it is okay. We um I did not mean any harm. Look, you've clearly met my friend here. Um there is Oh, your friend right Oh sorry it's, this'll hurt your feelings, mate, but he, he said he wasn't friends with you, lot. No, I don't yeah. want to stir the pot at all, but he, he didn't think he was friends with you. To be completely honest, he says that quite a bit. Um he can be a surly character. Um but Oh, we think he's a bit of a glum chum, don't we, Vanessa? Yeah, a bit of a glum chum. Well, I am a bit glum. He, look, yeah, top. it's a fairly accurate um, representation. Yeah. But, um, look, full disclosure, we were trying to pull our ruse. Um, <gasps> oh, my trust is... has been shattered. No. I, I, Vanessa, I, I, I thought this gentleman here was our friend. I thought he was coming over to have a bit of a chin wag. He... Does this mean you're not going to do a perimeter check, friend? Uh, yeah, I can do that, and I start to wander <laughs> off. Uh, no, Mr. Grinner, you stay here. You stay- no, I'm, I'm going I'm to leave. I'm going to start walking around. Oh, we didn't tell you where the perimeter was, mate. We're looking for someone to do a whole lap of the country. If you could just go out and do that. Oh, thank you. That'd be great. Just I'm secure gonna, that gonna, perimeter. I'm going to walk off to the okay. corner of the, the wall. I'm assuming yeah. it's a big, long... Yep, gate down along the street. Yep. Yep. So I'm going to walk off down there and get to the corner and hopefully these guys are all still talking. Yep. And I'm just going to stand there and see if I can get um, Raspip's attention while everyone's... How, how do you do that? Just kind of like stand there on the corner. And, okay. Um, <laughs> we'll see how Raspip responds. Yeah. <laughs> um, Raspip, what's your passive perception, my friend? I don't believe it was very high, was it? He's, I mean, he's everyone muted, but watch shaking me just his head. wander off, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> to um, be fair. Alrighty, uh, we'll pass back to Theodore and the rest of the gang who are who are currently talking to this guard. Um, now, look, I I apologize for trying to um, hoodwink you. Now, you seem like reasonable gentlemen. We we need information, and perhaps I can make that worth your while. Oh, I. That sounds like he's wanting to trade gold for information, Vanessa. Does that that almost sounds a little bit like he's trying to bribe me? What does Lady Wok to say about bribes? 
No problem with bribes, I don't believe. That's right. She's not got a problem with bribes as long as we keep it between ourselves. Well, tell you what, young lad. You hand over some gold and I'll share some information with you. What sort of information are you after? Um... There is a, um... A boy. Um, he works at the church. His name is... Yaskia, I think. Miljevush. Yes. Miljevush. Yaskia is... Uh... Oh, you're thinking, sorry, you're thinking of the young child. Yes. Uh, yes. Apologies. Miljevush is the uh, teenager. Um, yes. Yaskia. Yaskia. Yaskia is the bard from the church. It was just before I got... Because this happened to my character. Toss a coin to your witcher. Oh, goat of plenty. Um, the the information we got was that this guard was seen talking to the young boy, right? Right. Um, yeah, so the, the young boy works at the church. I was wondering if you'd um, had the occasion to talk with him of late. I don't don't recall having any conversations with children. I don't get many children coming up to the gates. Something about this big fucking sword that scares them off a little bit. No, this would have um, been away from the gates. Oh, well, that's impossible. I guard this gate almost every day. I assume you do not live at the gates? No, no, no. But in my downtime, I have to spend a bit of time not too far away. I get to uh, stay at the guard's house on the uh, property. Uh, but um, I assume the Lady Wachter may have sent you on an errand out into the city before? Well, the Lady Wachter often requires things to be purchased for her, being such an important and wealthy woman. It's not really her place to be wandering around the markets. Occasionally, she would enlist the help of guards like myself and Vanessa to go and pick her up items of value. So it is possible, as you are out on one of these errands, to have talked with the boy? Um, if, if the boy was doing some sort of job or something, maybe I had a chat with him, maybe. Don't don't have any memory of it. Hmm. My hand feels awfully light. You're holding a big, very heavy sword. Oh, uh, yeah, and yet somehow, yet somehow, so somehow my hand and coin purse feel, feel light. Too light. I almost. rattle a, a, a coin across my fingers and... And, and flick that over to him. Uh, what type? Copper, gold, or silver? Uh, gold. Oh. He catches the gold coin with his uh, left hand. Sorry, with his right hand. His left still resting on the hilt of the sword. Bites it experimentally. I don't recognize where this coin's from. Looks nice, though. Tucks it away. Real gold. Is that, is that it is? Oh, that's it. Well, I think, I think my coin purse feels a bit heavier and... Oh, I seem to have some memories coming back to me. Oh, I was talking to a young lad, that's right. Young I, lad. I don't understand. You, you're you still holding the same sword. Why is your hand it's, heavy now? It's, 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 <laughs> it's, I, I, do, I do have a recollection of talking with yes. a young lad. Um, yes, um, and I was just wondering what this conversation would have entailed. Oh, I think I was asking him... What was I asking him? Oh, I was asking him something about some sort of message I needed him to deliver for the Lady Wachter. But unfortunately, I, I can't remember what that message was. Roll, roll, roll another coin to the gentleman. Perhaps it, um, your memory is jogged by, by this? Oh, I think if, if 
I think I might have my memory jogged. He takes the gold coin. Yes, that's right. I remember it was private. It was not to be shared with other people. She was very specific about that. I remember that clearly now. Yes, well, hence the point of um, the money coming from me to you. Um, He looks over at Vanessa. What what money have you... I've not seen any. Is he suggesting that we could be bribed? Oh, that's... My stars, that's an that's an accusation and a half. I no, not at all. I was dropping coins, and you happened to pick them up. So I was find the keepers, and perhaps I could drop a pouch with say three more of those if the lady Walker's request was, you know, discussed between you two while I happened to be nearby. Make me a persuasion check. While that's happening, Tiff is like, Jonah, and just goes up and whispers. It's like, I'm I'm really confused. He he could remember, and then he couldn't remember, and then he could remember. Can I feel like I'm out of it a little bit, but can you just try and explain what's going on? He'll um he'll get down to a knee to get to a level and, and whisper to her. Well, you see that when people don't want to see things, they use coins to acquire things. So you know how everyone says that he was trying to buy you which I wasn't trying to do. No, you you were trying to purchase. It's a bit different. Well, That's going to need some context, but uh, we're not providing it. Yeah. um, (laughs) Sometimes they'll share gold in exchange for money. I mean, they'll share gold in exchange for information. I understand. So you were just trying to buy my brain. That's exactly right. And I can you right. please share that in the future because it's exactly what I was Luther yeah, Luther leans taking in. Taking somebody's brain seems much more less invasive than their whole body. <laughs> Luther That's Luther right. leans I in. Jono, I think next time you should describe it as a sponsorship or a scholarship, just as an FYI. <laughs> yeah, that's a better turn of phrase, isn't it? That's for sure. Are, are you, did you guys all come up with me as I clopped over to there? Or yeah, that's... I, I yeah. They all, the rest of them were like, oh yeah, we follow. So I was like, well, Luther's going to come too. Um, then I would like to take my little... Druid I feel like we're sort of there. Just try to, while, 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 right while, while I'm doing this whole bribery thing with these guys, jab Jonor in the shin with my um, staff. <clears throat> try and okay. jog his memory of a certain yeah. ability he has. Yeah. Ah, uh, <clears throat> oh, fuck. I'm kind of tired, man. I need a rest. <laughs> <laughs> you may remember from uh, from last session, or maybe not, as it seems, uh, Jonah was out of spell slots. <laughs> he mentioned it. He mentioned last session he can't cast detect thoughts because you wanted to use it on Miliavoj, but you couldn't because he's like, I'm tapped out. <laughs> well, let's hope my 20 persuasion is enough to get these guys to be a bit more forthcoming. <laughs> I do oh, I do love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do enjoy that so much. Um 20 persuasion. You know what? If if it would be a real shame if you were to drop a coin pouch with let's say four or five gold pieces in it and and I just happen to be be informing Vanessa of an important important update to our our work that is tantamount to our success as guards for Lady Wachter. And if just it so happened that people overheard part about it, that'd be a real shame, wouldn't it? And obviously, no one could be held responsible for such a turn of events, such a strange coincidence, sequence of happenstances. This is my thoughts exactly. Um, it would be unfortunate for me to lose that pearl, um, lose my coin pouch. But look, if that happens, it happens. Oh, it's, it's exactly right. I could not agree more. 
Now, would you be having this uh, conversation with the, the Mademoiselle Vanessa? Oh, I, I think I could. If, if I heard if I heard the sound of something metallic clanking against the cobblestones here, I, I, I could probably start talking. I yeah, drop a pouch with four four gold in it. As the pouch hits the cobblestones, he turns towards Vanessa. You know, Vanessa, I was. Uh, do you remember that that errand I was sent on for the Lady Wachter? Oh yes, yes, I do remember. You left here at quite a rush. Well, I was sent to go talk to that young lad who hangs out by the church. You remember that little boy? Yeah, I think I've seen him around town. Well, I I was I was just having a chat to him, and I happened to ask him about some sort of protection that church had. Lady Wachter had wondered how the church had managed to be kept so safe for so long, and. And it just so turns out that that young lad was more than happy to share that the, the special special undercroft keeps the church safe. That there's a there's a light below the church that helps keep keep the people of Valaki safe and warm. Isn't that isn't that lovely? That little tale. Well, that's very lovely. Yeah. It's, and I thought to myself, well, that seems like a lovely story. I, I found myself comforted by that, and I thought I'd share it with some other people who who thought they could be comforted by it as well. So I reported that back. And was Lady was Lady Wachter comforted by? Oh, I didn't say Lady Wachter, but I do know that it did it did provide some comfort to those who'd heard it. And you know, I I was told that some some nefarious ne'er do wells may have broken into our lovely church here, St Andrew's Church. Praise be to the sun. And I and I heard that some ne'er do wells had had been down there. Some some unscrupulous young lad who wields a shovel. Ooh. no, it's uh, the shovel bandit again. Nope. Um, <laughs> uh, pardon, pardon me, I could not help but overhear your very private conversation. Oh, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. No, neither do I. Um, there's, um, I've heard of a Nidwell that uh, has a shovel. Um, I was just wondering... He has stolen something from me. I'm wondering if this is a, a gentleman you are aware of. Oh, it's a sad time when the youth can't be trusted not to steal from other people. Isn't it sad? Breaks uh, your heart, doesn't it? Very sad. Uh, is this the, the same ones that works at the church as well as the groundskeeper? Oh, that would be a rare coincidence, wouldn't it? Nope. I happen to have one more coins that I could stand to 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 lose onto the ground. Um, you wouldn't happen to be aware of anything from a church undercroft that was taken by this shovel bandit? Oh, well, I hear that shovel bandit's been filling his pockets whenever he can. You know, he claims that he's doing it for the good of the little children. Isn't that nice? Isn't that sweet? But you're still stealing from a saint, and that's a pretty shit thing to do. Notice all those lovely candles. It's a shame that a lot of those candles went missing last winter, wasn't it? Lovely candles, says Vanessa. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, a whole bunch of candles went missing. Do you know what? I thought I saw them being pawned only a few weeks ago. Uh, do you know? Do you happen to know who he would have sold this undercroft material to? Ah, oh, look, I, I couldn't comment on what he's been. I, I, I wouldn't know anything about that. But if you were, perchance, to head on over to Arisex Stockyard, well, oh, maybe if you were to go to the stockyard, you might find there a gentleman 
who helps procure and sell items of value that, that maybe need to be kept a little bit on the down low. All right, well, uh, thank you very much. You have been um, most forthcoming. You are a kind and um, sophisticated gentleman. And, oh, you, and sophisticated. That is a lot of letters in that word, isn't it? To describe a gentleman as humble as myself. Well, yes, you seem like a man of um, good taste. You know, I do like a good ale as well. I find the taste of that washes things down. If I was to happen to be near the Blue Water Inn, and I, I, I think travellers such as yourselves probably going to be stuck in there as well, if you happen to purchase a beer or an ale for me, I think that would be a, a lovely thing to do for someone with such refined taste such as myself. I, of course I will do so. Uh, in the meantime, I have this wonderful slice of pie. Would you perhaps like this? <laughs> oh, look at that, some genuine dream pastry. Oh, you know what, that'd be lovely. It's been been a number of weeks since I tasted dream pastry. If you were to be so gentlemanly, or gentle goatly, as to hand that over. I, I hand him my slice of pie. Oh, look at this. Vanessa sort of looks, goes to reach out a hand, slaps it away. Oh, oh, no, no, the lovely goat man handed me the slice of dream pastry. What did you do there, Vanessa? You just stood there like some muppet, didn't you? Well, I was providing cuttings. Oh, no, no, enough out of you. Thank you, Vanessa. This is my I, slice of dream pastry. You should have you should have spoken to this gentleman before. Do you have another you, slice of dream pastry? Um, Unfortunately, I do not, but I think it would be unsophisticated to not share with your companion not that i'm trying to tell you what you should oh well the word unsophisticated mind. sounds a little bit longer than sophisticated if my mathematical prowess is anything to go by and i'd like to be known as the slightly longer word because that normally means it's a better word so I'll, I'll gladly take the title of unsophisticated if it means that i'm a slightly better person because of it and one who is super unsophisticated all one word is someone who delights in sharing their things with their charming female companions? I think I think you'll find that rather than sharing, I think I'll share a life lesson with Vanessa. And that life lesson is, Vanessa, always make sure you're the person spilling the beans. That way you get to lick up all the lovely juices off the floor. She sort of like makes this disgusted expression as she looks at him. He goes, oh, too easy. You're too fucking easy. Well, it's a shame. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy this lovely pie. All right. Well, I, I, I that I I sort of gather up the homies and uh, before you out. before you leave, um, rasp it. As, as this, yep. Yeah. Sorry. As um, the guy's holding the pie, can I just uh, jump in with? Can I see your fingers? <laughs> you know what. You know what, young lad? You can see as many fingers as you like. Would you like to see this one? And he holds up a middle finger. And then he goes, I've also got this one. And then holds up the first two fingers. I've got lots of fingers I can show you. I can show you in order if you like. Uh, yes, please. Oh, so here's here's the first one. Gives you a middle finger. Here's the second <laughs> one. Gives you the V. Here's the third one. Um, Does just the, the number three and then like tries to sort of make it like aggressive and sort of fails a little bit. Number four, and he just holds up a fist and shows you, and then number five, and then punches into his fist and grinds it into his hands. Um, all right, you don't have my ring. You're not of any use. And what about you, Vanessa? Can I see your fingers? She just 
holding her spear, just holds out her spear sideways so you can see her hands. And then puts her spear back. Hmm. Thank you. I'm going to turn around and... As you, uh, as you be turning and walking friends, away, you see Grinner just staring at you from like down the street. <laughs> <laughs> just like... <laughs> friends, <laughs> have you seen a ring lately? Um, sorry, Rasper, could you show them what it looks like just in case... Uh, no, no like, this is okay. Do not, do not, do not trouble these these guards any any anymore. Um, I'm gonna still show it anyway. I should away. My main objective is for the ring. I so I'm gonna minor illusion a uh, a ring and ask them. You uh, have you seen this ring anywhere? Oh, I can't say that I have. It's a pretty little piece. No, I can't say that I've seen that ring anywhere. Sorry, sorry, my lad. That's all right. Thank you. What if it was slightly bigger? Show it slightly bigger. I'll make so it, it a normal bigger. person. Ooh, you know what? No, I haven't seen that one either. Interesting. Let's go. Well, I tried. I tried. I'm sorry. I don't know that this fellowship of ring seeking will work. <laughs> I'm not sure that there's anywhere else to go. We tried to fly and we fell. Well, that I, was I a think... Lord of the Rings joke there for all those who just sat in silence. <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> so we, we, we knew we, it just wasn't a very good one. So we decided to let the silence be your response and move on. But I heard raucous laughter from the group and I'm going to attribute it to the joke. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um uh, I, I think we should probably be moving on. Thank you for your time. We'll, we'll leave you be uh, and begin sort of like ushering you guys away. Uh, what's, what's Grinner doing all the way over there by himself? I've, I feel in, feel in Grinner. Um, shall we head back to the pub and discuss a plan? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, am I not going to beat the shit out of them? Uh, not at the minute. They were um, eventually quite forthcoming. Oh, I had a bottle ready and everything. You hang on oh. to that. We can we can bottle them later. All right, I'll hold you to that. Right, all right. To the barber. As you guys head back towards the Blue Water Inn, as as you get to the door, Luther sort of stops and goes, uh, "Actually, I might have a bit of a walk around town. I'm feeling a little bit claustrophobic being inside right now. I might just have a bit of a bit of a wander around the town, and I'll meet up with you guys before we head to bed." Do you need some company? No, no, would, it's would more fine. people help you feel less claustrophobic? What if we strangely, all came with you? Strangely enough, Tithel, that would not help me feel more claustrophobic. That would not help me feel less claustrophobic. Uh, I'm just going to have a bit of a... I just feel like a nap. A bit of a nighttime stroll. I'll, I'll, I'll be back before sundown. Well, before too late after sundown, I promise. Okay, well, be careful with your knees. Uh, my Is knees you, are fine. Thank you very much. If you, if you <laughs> see my ring, can you let me know? I... I Tell you what, I'll do you one better. If I see your ring, I'll take it and I'll bring it back. That'd be great. Thank you. No problem. Don't put it on. Uh, can I put what it on a, on a string or something to bring it back to you? That's fine. <laughs> what if I was to put it on a... On a, on a I won't put it on, I promise. I'll just miss Don't put it on. I won't put it on. I really want to put it on now. I want to put it on my cuck. Uh, no, I, I will put it on. <laughs> it doesn't say that. I'm, I can't. I can't talk for Jared's character. Yeah, that's, that's I'm going to minor illusion a really, really, really small ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's the point. Uh, I'll be back later. 
uh, and Luther Luther then takes off heading towards the night. Um, as you but step in, well, I guess it is now. Sorry, Jared, that you can't be here to defend your player character. Um, in one session, and I've already accused him of having a small penis. <laughs> Sorry, dude. It's normally how it goes. Uh, and, he, and he's joining us live, Jared. How does that make you feel that your friends have turned on you in an, in an instant, in a moment of weakness? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he's obviously not joining us live. Uh, I think he's recovering oh. from surgery right now. But he'll, he'll catch this up, I'm sure. Jared, Jared's pretty good at listening to the past episodes. So um, sorry, Jared, about this. This was not, not my choice. They did this. Um, hey, I see. What, did you learn anything important from uh, those, those two? Well, so um, I learned that they did approach the boy um, and got us the information. So they could have stolen it. But they also implied that the Miliavosh was involved. Now, that leaves two possibilities. Miliavosh stole the bones and sold them. Or they stole the bones, Lady Wachter has them, and they are framing the Miliavosh. Well, we could get to the answer to that real fucking fast. Let's yes, go we... find that kid and string him up by his fucking toes. We beat the Miliavosh. Yeah. Now, they did also tell me that when someone wants to sell things, they go to... um. What was it? Anton's Scrapyard? Arasek's Stockyard. Thank God someone listens. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Tom, I just want to say thank you for getting us back on uh, plot. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Uh, Grinnar, do you think, is that the most effective way to get information out? Because last time when we spoke to him, he didn't want to tell us anything. Have you found that that works before? Look. It, it's not a proud thing to admit, but yeah, a little bit of pain and a little bit of fear gets you a long way if you're trying to get answers. They're not a always the right answers, you want. but they are answers. <laughs> I, I don't think that the milk of the poppy is making me think smarter. I, on the contrary, Tisley is honestly the most um, intellectual you've seen in, seen in the farewell. You're welcome. I think it's the burns that are impeding you. Oh, yeah. No, that's because I'm super smart. Well, you know that. What are we saying? Exactly. Um, I think we're talking about torturing a child. Yes, uh, we, we're oh, talking. No, he's a teenager. No, no thank everyone you. Everyone knows teenagers yeah. um, are no, evil. thank you. Wait, no, no thank you to what? You know. uh, no, we, we're just going to, we're just only going to talk. Well, okay. Well, first, first things first. Um, if we go to RSX, RSX um scrapyard, and he does not tell us that he bought the bones from Miliavosh, then we know that the lady Wachter has them most likely, and that Miliavosh is being framed. No need to torture the child. Yeah, that's probably better. I not. I don't really like torture anyway. I should put that out there. I don't like it. It doesn't mean I'm not good at it. Grinna. You know yeah. I love you, right? No. Relax. Okay, I love you deeply. Oh. But there I've are two things... I've only known you like five fucking days. It's, it's very much in a caring, loving, platonic way. Oh, all right. Not as much as I love, you know, Theo. But yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm getting <laughs> off track. We've, we've heard from you that there are two things that you really, really don't like. Yeah. Uh, you, you keep suggesting one and you've done the other multiple times well look 
you, you stick to what you're good at, right? It doesn't matter if you don't like it. If it's what you're good at, it's what you do. You, you are very good at falling asleep on guard, yes. Um, I'm just not sure that we should be talking about torture all the time. I should, can, I give, can I give Andrew some context for this? In the very first episode in the, in the Session Zero, Grinner's character tortured a man in hospital. Not torture physically, but like emotionally destroyed him for falling asleep on watch and letting his companions die. And then has proceeded to the three times he's needed to be on watch, fallen asleep. <laughs> or pretend to fall asleep. <laughs> or pretended to fall asleep. So um, there's um, there's the sweet, sweet nectar of hypocrisy dripping <laughs> from, from Grinner at all times. That reminds me, actually, um, I gave the, the main guard my slice of dream pie, so he should probably be falling into a very deep sleep this evening. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. That uh, good won't idea. there be a different guard on guard duty, though? Uh, at the very least, he said he'll be in the guardhouse, so if he okay. does, he won't be coming to attack us, because he'll be... Could well, we steal things from him in the guardhouse? Say dignity? His, his life. Steal his no. dignity. Okay, you've gone for stealing his dignity or stealing his life. I would say we go into the manor house and steal from the rich lady. Yeah, both. both. She won't be asleep, will she? It'll be night time. Old lady sleep at night. There you go. Hey, you did you see Andrew. that ring that looks different to the one that he wants? What ring? Well, the ring no, that the no Raspit wants. Did you see that one? No, it was it was similar. It's different though, but it was like kind of like that one. Wait, sorry, who, who? Well, there was the lady in the carriage. I could honestly murder you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just. Oh, we were man. after the ring, and that's yeah, a similar yeah, ring. Yeah, right? comes poppy and you, you are clearly under. <laughs> A lot of physical pain again. Have you have you seen something that looks like my ring? <laughs> it was well, like it was different. It was a different size. It was completely different size. So it's not your ring. I guess now that our goals more clearly aligned. Um, was uh, was it this big? And I'm gonna yes. So the lady walked. No, it was smaller than that. It was <laughs> this big. It was a little. You know what? I don't remember. It was a big distance. It was <laughs> silver. Rusty pipe. I owe you an uh, apology. I withheld some information. What's, uh, what do you know? I'm well, sorry, well, we no, don't need to say anything yet. No, it is obviously too late now, Tisla. I'm sorry. <laughs> can I take it back? Can I have an undo? You no, no, no. No, you can't um, have an undo. Well, so, since our goals align, we both seem to probably want to rob the Lady Walker. She is the one in possession of your ring. What, uh, what, what makes you think that? Well, I saw it on her. Uh, when, when, when did you see her? The carriage that almost ran us over? The, she has it. I saw it in there. Ah, we, uh, we need to go back. All we, right. will. we need a plan first. First, we need to check the scrapyard. Then we probably need to check with Miliavosh. Then we need to wait for the guard to fall asleep from the pipe. And then we conduct some manner of heist. I was just going to walk in the front door and take my ring back. I don't think that's how rich people work. If they have something in their possession, they tend to not give it back to you. That's where I come in. I I, I wasn't going to ask for it. I was going to take it. In with doing what? Well, and I'm going to hold up my little pebble. 
<laughs> you well, no, you, you cannot light her to death. Um, why not? Because she is not made of darkness. I, I can do other stuff. Which is about the only thing that the light can hurt. Yeah, I, I can do other stuff though. Well, to be, I'm yet to really see much of that beyond random cantripping. Um, yeah, all right. You'll see it, I'm sure. But hold on, right, well, we're off topic here. What the fuck are we doing? Are we going to go look at this this place where the bones might be, or or are we going to go beat the shit out of those two fucking guards? Yeah, well, we're, we're going to go to the stockyard uh, yeah. first, and then rest. If that means that when we if we don't find it there, then you're going to have four others with you to help take on this uh, this whole manor. So it makes sense for you to stick around, and we'll be there with you to back you up. So I'm I'm happy to go with you, but you all got to promise me that when it comes time to find my ring, that you're not going to leave. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to be very upset, and I might kill one of you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? <laughs> <laughs> Have we got a deal? Which one? Yeah, this is actually this is pretty important. Which one of us would you kill? I don't care. Well, we do. <laughs> well, we Sometimes do. I don't count very hard. <laughs> this is pretty close to death and I, anyway, so um, mechanically speaking. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> for context, you're like friend for years that has like stayed with you in the forests your one source of contact you're like yeah mechanically speaking yeah but she is the closest to death would be a shame but i would not shed too many tears (laughs) i didn't say i'd not shed the tears i'm just saying um was grinner he seems to want to drink himself to death well well, then i wouldn't kill him then because he'd kill himself (laughs) what be one of the others what if you were to buy him a whole bunch of alcohol then you would Almost, you know, you would be killing him. No, I don't think that we should go into this partnership with threats, though, right? Yeah, not a threat. Start. It's more of a promise. It, um, uh, murders, you know? As well, long as, as long as we all agree that I'm helping you and then you're helping me, there's no need to threaten anybody. No, I, I, I agree. We will make sense, respite. But uh, just make sure, you know, it is yours at the end of the day. You can do whatever you need to take it. I'd be mad if someone took my spell book. I'd be releasing hell and fury on him. You have no so, uh, idea. Makes sense to me. Look, that, that guard was very rude, and I just want to hit him. So if I get to do that, I'll go wherever we need to go. If it makes you feel better, I just made him eat children, so... No, it, it, let's, it would be let's move on to I need another fucking drink. Let's move on to... I go inside to get another drink. Yeah, you guys have been outside this whole time. Uh, <laughs> as you step inside the uh, the tavern uh, to the Blue Water Inn, Grinner, you can see that the uh, the innkeeper, uh, Damien, is moving around refilling jugs. Oh, not Damien, sorry. Why did I say Damien? I know why I said Damien. Um, <laughs> Damo, come back. Yeah, yeah, Damo. Uh, <laughs> Owen, Owen Martikov. Um, as, you, as you head inside and see Owen running around filling up drinks, gives you a bit of a nod gestures towards an empty table uh, over towards the back where you guys have been sitting before um has a bit of a look outside the window sees your companions there too gives you a bit of a shrug as the rest of them seem to still be standing outside holds up a flagon and looks at you questioningly i'm gonna kind of stagger over to him and just say can i please get another waddle of biscuit 
And are my clothes dry? Your, your clothes are dry, yes. I can take you back and we can get you changed right away. Uh, another bottle of biscuit. Uh, I think for tonight, I'll just fill up your glass when you need. How about that? Uh, whoever gets a glass of whiskey. Come with me. I'll get you. I'll get you changed into your clothes. Come, come with me. We'll get you changed and get you right, back to the table. These ones really don't fit. It's been pitching around my nutsack the whole time I've been walking, <laughs> and it's no good. All, all I had available. Would you prefer to be nude? Frankly, um, give it, give it. <laughs> I just want. Oh, who's who's back. your friend? As he looks down at uh, Raspit, who's just wandered in behind you, unseen. For oh the fuck. You really sneak up on people, don't you, Raspit? Oh, Raspit, are you so Raspit? You know Erwin, the that uh, Erwin Markov, the innkeeper. You've had a few chats with him. Seems a nice enough fellow. His two boys are rather mischievous, but clearly he loves them with all his heart. Um, a bit of an older man with a big bushy black beard with streaks of grey. And, uh, and as he sort of sees you, he goes, "Oh, I didn't know that you were acquainted with uh, my friend Grinner here, Raspit." Yeah, he's yeah. talking about me killing myself so he doesn't have to. He's a funny little fella, that one. <laughs> uh, sh- sure. Well, uh, Raspip, do you want me to bring your stool over to the table? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Grinna, let's get you changed first. I'll come back and get you a drink, Raspip. What, what can I get you? Um, I'd like a beer. I can get you a beer. Do you want a pint or a schooner? Um, it comes in pints. Um, I'm probably gonna go with a pint. I I thought you might. Uh, so I'm going to Luther again. Uh, I thought you might. I'll, I'll I'll fetch you a pint and get you over there. Let's just get you a stool, and I'll, I'll just get Gunnar some clean clothes right now. Okay. Yes. Gunnar, come with me. Uh, just, just grab a seat. I'll be with you in a minute. Um, hey, I'm Theodore. Um, we sort of know where we need to go. Uh, why are we letting him get a bottle of whiskey? Because we can just charge on over to Rastex place. Fair enough. Let's get going. <laughs> you just going to leave. That's, a, that's a, uh, a bottle on the run, all right? You take that and you take it with us. You take it with you and we're going to the shop. Wait, I can't hear you. What are you doing? Grin it, grin it. So I should have said I, I message message him as, as Grinner heads towards the back and begins getting changed into his clothes you hear Jonah's voice in your mind get your bottle and we're going and uh, grab uh, Raspid as well why does this keep happening tonight who the fuck is it <laughs> you know who it is <laughs> do you spend another use of message just to say that <laughs> yeah he probably hasn't figured out how to reply back so Fair enough. Uh, Grinner, you get changed, head back out. Uh, as you emerge, there's a glass of whiskey on the table for you. Uh, Raspip's just started to drink this pint uh, as you emerge. Can I um, just count out whatever would be the equivalent of enough money for us to be able to take these glasses with us? Like, under the proviso that we'll bring them back, but, like, collateral, we're taking them with us right now. Um... So, as as you sort of start asking this of uh, Erwin, he eventually just gets a wooden flagon, a very messy, uh, hastily carved wooden flagon, two of them, pours each drink into them and hands you the flagons. goes, oh. I, I don't really care what 
happens to these. My, my son's carved these and they're, they're shite. They've done much better work since. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like you shouldn't tell him that. That's a bit harsh, but yeah, I mean... you. No, they've done, they've done, they've done better work now. since then. This was just their early pieces and as you can see, they're pretty shit. Uh, that one leaks a bit, so you might want to drink a bit quickly there, oh. Raspip. Um, yeah, okay. Raspip's just going to hold the up above and <laughs> every so often a drop falls down onto your tongue every like right. 40 seconds or so Pip, we're, we're off mate the rest of them have fucked off with Harris we gotta go meet them at the place where the bones might be alright I'll follow you as you guys head outside the rest of the group are standing there waiting for you oh would you look at that I was wrong <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's 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 so much more fun when uh, when I use RP to uh, to make you eat shit, and you immediately just start shoveling it straight in, <laughs> and then go, "You want a spoon, Owen?" And I'm like, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> um, as you guys set off, um, Raspip, you would know where the stockyard is. Um, you've you've been in Valaki for a couple of days now. Um, it's not, not an area that you, you haven't been to yet. The stockyard itself uh, is just a little bit um, south of where you guys are. It's actually down towards near where the mayor's house is. If you continue down the main road past the Wokta house towards the southeast, um, eventually you get to the uh, the open town square that is the... Um, it's sort of like a secondary town square uh, where the stockyard is, and it's, it's semi-fenced and semi-not. And there's a number of market stalls that are set up here at different times. Um, it's got a number of different workers as well, some sheds and warehouses set up as well. Um, there's also a, um, you know that sometimes when Vistani come through, the, the uh, travellers who, who are able to leave Barovia, when the Vistani come through, often they'll set up in the stockyard and they'll, they'll rent out a section of the stockyard and, and stay there. Um, you've probably interacted with Gunther, uh, Gunther Arasek, the, um, the general store... Uh, manager who every time you've tried to like buy stuff from him he's charged you essentially or tried to charge you like five times the going rate and probably at that point you've kind of given up on on Gunther Aristok um, just because he doesn't seem willing to barter or budge uh, as you guys head through the town and get towards the stockyard you can see yeah there's a number of, of wagons um, that are set up probably indicating that there, there either have been some Vistani travelling through or maybe a caravan of goods has recently arrived uh, a number of the warehouses have been uh, locked up and closed for the evening a number of the stalls have been packed up and all around the stockyard torches have been lit providing a, a flickering firelight that dances across the yard in front of you um as you enter and have a bit of a look around, begin sort of wandering through into the stockyard area. The general store does seem to still be open, light spilling from the open doorway, but no other market stores seem to be set up. And actually, as you have a bit of a look around, not many other people. Hmm. I mean, it is night, right? It is sort of, yeah, we're now getting to about sort of Night-ish. six o'clock. Yeah. Night adjacent. Well, yeah, well, in Brovia, the sun sets quite early because of the cloud layer and because of the, the darkness that lays across the land. So the sun has definitely begun to set now. The The sunset is this very mediocre affair. The clouds are not lit up by this brilliant orange and red. It's just this very wan glow coming from the west. Dying uh, embers of the, the sun. The, do I see the shopkeep around these parts? 
You can see the general store is open, um, RSX Stockyard, the sign over the, the large open area, and then uh, above the store is this, it literally just says general store. And you can see there is like a warm firelight spilling in from the, uh, spilling out from the windows and from the doorway. It does appear to still be open. In we go. As you, as you step inside, a little bell rings at the top and a man emerges from behind a, a, a doorway in, in from probably some sort of back room or storeroom. Uh, he's an older gentleman, um, probably in his 60s, quite a wrinkled face, semi-bald head, just a bit of stubble on his head, clean shaven. You can see his uh, jowls uh, sort of folded over one another. Maybe at one time he was a bit larger, but he has since lost a bit of that weight and uh, there's quite dark shadows under his eyes. Um, and as you step into the store, he comes and goes, what, what, what do you want, Gunther Steiner? Hi, uh, my, my name is uh, Jonah. It's uh, very nice to meet you. What's uh, what, uh, what are a bunch of doing? assholes like you doing standing around here? Huh? What do you want? Uh, oh, quite frankly, I'm actually trying to do something for the church. I'm trying to find a candle. Uh, I'm looking for a candle. It would be really nice if I could find just one. Just a solitary um, candle? You're just looking for a solitary candle? Any Look, it's looking kind of grim over there. Um, I, I, I'm not personally religious, but I think this place could be spruced up a little bit, so... Do you have any, any candles with sort of nice uh, symbols or anything of that sort? I don't have any candles with nice symbols, but I could paint some sort of symbols on candles if you wanted. I mean, I could source some very high-quality candles with symbols at some point. Give me a day or so, and I can have that organized. Look, I'm honest, be a tentative plan. Um, Mr. Um, Arasek, is it? Uh, you can call me Gunther Arastek. Gunther Arastek. Um, I do not know how to say put this delicately, but I'm. I've heard you are a man that knows how to say take goods that were acquired sublegally and make them become saleable goods again give give me a moment uh, he moves around opens up a section of the bench steps through walks to the doorway looks around outside closes the door you probably don't want to just be talking about this stuff with the door open not a very smart thing to do fair enough i apologize i assumed none of my, one of my at least one of my companions was not um born in a barn and would have closed it behind them but um that, sorry that was me right. yeah, i, I was born one. next to a barn <laughs> you were born barn adjacent? Yes. Um, you, heard, you heard correctly. I can make items that you need to uh, sell. I can uh, make them sell for prices and uh, not be tied back to you. And if you need to buy items that are hard to acquire, I can organize those items for you. I guess I mean I was more found by the barn. I wasn't so much born next to it. <laughs> um, so, Mr. Gunther, um... Yes, you, you've touched on exactly what I'm requiring. Um, I intend soon to come into the possession of some such goods, but right now I am interested in the purchase of a um, particular religious artifact that I have heard has gone missing in recent times in the area. I was wondering if perhaps it has come past here. He gives a bit of a sigh. Miliavosh told me that they were not just the important the candlesticks that he came to sell a couple of days ago. He told me that they were just uh, spare items he did not need anymore. So I sold, sold them. I, I bought them from him for some gold so he could buy the, some. 
just candlesticks. He did not uh, bring um say um bones or some such. Bones? Why would I want to buy bones from him? That is very very odd. I well, why yeah, would I be interested I'll... in the purchase of bones? Hold on, were the candlesticks really, really white and bone-shaped? No, they were made of copper and brass and candlestick-shaped. Uh, yeah, right. I see, okay. Um, he had even spent a bit of time cleaning the wax off them to make them look very nice. Ah, yes, gee, fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, can, can, I, can I just give him a, a little inside order? Just, uh, I do yeah. believe him, but just to, just to check, this guy could be a, a master con man. Yeah. You want to you want to just make sure everything's above board that he's not some sort yeah. of uh, not some sort of has been. Um, yeah. Eighteen. As you as you yeah, as this guy talks to you, you get the sense this man is very practical, very utilitarian. You don't get the sense he's lying. He clearly has sized you up as strangers and therefore doesn't care too much about how much you may or may not know about his business. He's talking with the confidence of a man who knows that you'll probably all soon be dead. Um, yeah. As, yeah, uh, I figured if he had the bones, he, yeah. he he would have been saying that he had yeah. them so he could sell I mean, them to this, us. So. Exactly, yeah. The fact that you even knew about them probably would indicate that you might pay a bit more for them if he had them. Um, he, he, this guy seems to be telling the truth from what you can tell. Uh, I, but uh, I, if you were looking at the candlesticks, I, could, I, prob- I think I still have one or two of them. I could I could bring them forward and you could buy them. I always sell them at a discount with the candles with the religious symbols on them. No, no, no. Do not... Um we have no need for the candlesticks um you do not have the item we are looking for but like i said we will very soon have in our possession some shall we say serendipitously acquired items and we will bring them to you and i think this will be a good business arrangement for all i i feel like i need to know how hot these items are how quickly do i need to move them um, I would say possibly very quickly. Uh, are these items that will be uh, serendipitously found? Are they from someone in town? Um, yeah, I would imagine so. Well, probably best that you don't bring them straight to me. I would rather have my hands clean of any sort of drama occurring in town. Uh, ideally, you take things from other places and bring them to me and sell them, so I have some level of plausible deniability. Um, so I, I do have a bunch of jewelry I nicked from that ha- house on the. We're not here to do your job for you, all right? <laughs> no, but you need me to do my job. I'm telling you the conditions of that. But, but that I don't know. I'm obviously not an expert in this, but that does sound like it is your job. And I am telling you the, the ways in which I will do my job. Look, I have I have a boss to report to. I cannot just be going and doing things. I like, have a uh, boss without... too, and points straight at Theo. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, oh, great! We both we, we both have bosses. Now I, I I have this gold ring. I whip out one of the rings I pilfered from I think the bedroom in Durst Manor. I, I am I think immediately going to take that from you and investigate it. It's uh, it's okay. definitely made of gold. Uh, as you like, gold? reach up do and not, snatch it. And look, it's definitely made of gold. When uh, when I asked you earlier if you had any rings, why didn't you pull this out? 
Uh, no, you asked if I could see my hands. You did not ask me if I had any didn't rings. Ask if you had any That's rings. And what is a, what is a ring doing in your pocket and not on your fingers? That's what I said at the start, and we said that the ring goes on the finger, not the pocket. To be fair, I have no need for the jewelry. I got it because it looks shiny, and I'm wondering. Theo, Theo, I'm going to stop you right there. Be, we went over fair. this. Rings on the fingers, necklace around the neck, watches in the pocket. To, okay. to be fair, this ring does look like it was made for a lady with much daintier fingers yeah. than Theo. <laughs> like, um, as you look at this ras raspip, there's no way Theo could fit this on his fingers. Maybe he could, like... It, but, but doesn't it, when you put it on? No, it is. it does not expand, this one. Oh, that's a shit ring. Oh, yes, this is why I'm... Oh, Shut up, Raspin. Why, why would I want to buy a shit ring? That's, it is not uh, shit. It self... is solid, solid gold. See, ting ting. Uh, I think I remember at the time. I think I gave you the prices for these. Yeah, twenty-five GP. I have it listed with. Yeah, down. brilliant, brilliant. Um, I love that Theo said ting ting, ting, in ting yeah. an accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I noticed that too. I was going to call that out in a second as well. <laughs> I was going to get. I was. Good, I was going to take it. And go. Ah, oh, ting ting. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it though um uh, in answer to uh stream's question um I, uh, yeah i i don't mind the formula one hence the uh hence the reference to uh one of the people in formula one that i am lovingly portraying here um not as angry not as angry i could be angrier is that better do you That's prefer that better. thank that you better? yeah the accent how's really my, came together there as well. my gunther steiner that was that was great that Thank last you. bit yeah the, the, the phrase the it. phrase in my head to get the accent in is yesterday we looked like a bunch of rock stars today we look like a bunch of wankers and now i'm like that's it i'm ready <laughs> um, for it. those, you, those of you who don't know this is the team principal for Haas formula one team <laughs> he's just the shit he says is amazing he's just he, awesome. zero shits given he does not give a shit it's like he he's he's probably one of my favorite human beings just for that very reason like this man has no fucks he's never had any fucks to give He's in negative fucks to give. And it's just, it's so <laughs> funny watching him just navigate Formula One with not a care in the world. <laughs> like, but also maximum stress. Also like, cares somehow. so much. Yeah, it's really funny. I love him to bits. Oh, um, the classic Formula One podcast on this channel. I love exactly. it. <laughs> um, uh, well, look, I could probably do, uh, hang on, I've got to get the voice back in. So we look like a bunch of rock stars. There we go, I've got it. I could probably do 20 gold pieces for this ring. <laughs> Maybe a bit more, maybe a bit less. Shall we say, I mean, look, I know there is a, you know, market here for, for juries. This does not come through your realm very often. I imagine what, gold what mines part, are... What part of Borovia makes you think this is a market for jewelry? The, the people are starving. People don't have money for luxury items. I will, I will not a... be selling this as a ring. I will be melting this down into gold and turning it into counterfeit coins. Fair enough. Then, um... Well, we could probably make a fair few coins. Um, I'm going to be mixing it with brass. Shall we say 22? <laughs> I could probably make more than... Yeah, 22. I, I can do 22. Okay. Uh, yep. I give him you one of my... Get rid of the ring and take 22, 22 gold pieces. Do you have any other items? This is a nice piece. I feel almost bad for melting this down. Not bad enough to not do it, but I, I almost feel bad. That recounts my, 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 my losses with the guards. <laughs> you, If you have any more pieces like this, you can bring it to me. This is not tied to anybody who will come looking for it? No, this is, uh, I mean, no, I don't think the dead will come looking for this. Nice Speaking thing. of uh, people that are coming looking for rings, have you um, happened to bought and or sold my ring that I've got here? And well, I'm gonna... Oh, 
Minor oh, illusion, nice, what it looks like. Uh, that is a nice trick. Yes, I, yeah. yes, I do recognize this piece. I, I, this piece came through. A lady uh, came to me to have this valued. Where did she get it from? Uh, she said she found it in the woods. And uh, and where can I find this lady? Uh, she was a maid for the Wakta house, but uh, she came with her mistress. Clearly, it was not her ring. I think she was uh, here on behalf of the Lady Wakta. I see. Well, I think we're on the right track, everybody. But, uh, I can tell you now that ring is magic. I could not identify too much about it. It is a strange I... material. Uh, looks like I... silver, but is something else. I know exactly what that ring is, so I don't need to identify it. What, what uh, is it? So that we know when we see it. It's a silver ring. Okay, I'm good. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that it was made of platinum. <laughs> I know my metals. That's silver ring is what you'll uh, what you'll refer to oh, it yeah, as. Must, if you must, must have been mistaken. Uh, it was a silver ring. Yes. Thank so you. when you won't even do your job until you're not even very good at it. I'm so confused. <laughs> it is your friend. I don't want to be rude in front of your friend, but your friend uh, is full I, of shit. I mean, I only just met him. Oh, okay. And... The stranger who you have walked into my shop with is full of shit. Ah, uh, well, we knew that. Also, he's been looking for this ring for somewhere between weeks and months and has made zero progress until he met us 10 minutes ago and now we know who, where, and how has it. Uh, I would not say he's made zero progress. He found his way here to me. Wait, yeah, oh. with us. The, before that, we've done things before we came into you, okay? Hey, Tifla. Yeah, yeah, Gruna, what's up? Shut the fuck up, love. Oh. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, all right, well, so, thank you very much. You've been very, um, very helpful. Um, if we have further business, we will, we will return. Yeah, I've got one more question before we fuck off. Yeah. Um, my, the, the, speaking of the, the Wokta people, there's um, uh, a guard that, that works there. He's, he's, he's a big fellow with a big scar running down the side of his head. You, you know him? Uh, Max. Max, right. He's a right Max. piece of work. Piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. Does he have a last name? Uh, Is not it Verstappen? No, I don't. Right. I don't know it. But if it was, he would be a light cunt. <laughs> right, all right, Max. Max, what was that lady's name? Uh, Max, Maxine, Maxine. I think uh, the, I, the Vanessa was her name. Vanessa, that silly bitch. All right, we're good. <laughs> Max and Vanessa. All right. Somebody remember that for me. Uh, I've if, written if, it down. Of what? If you are. If you are well, I going. don't know if you remember the first time we met Grinner, I had a little notepad that I would take out and I wrote things in. And I've completely forgot about it until you talked about Max and Gunther and Vanessa. So I thought, you know what? Let's write in Vanessa, Gunther and Max. Uh, like, could, I, could my name be not in the same sentence as those two pieces of shit? I've already written be... it down. It's permanent. Oh, wait. Are you, are you Gunther? Yeah, right. Yes, my name is Gunther. I'm so sorry. Wait, I'm going to draw a question mark next to your name, Gunther, so that then no one will really know. It'll Your be what? a question. Well, if it's you or not, it's a question. Uh, there's not many other Gunthers in Valaki. I, I think they but would probably it's, know it's maybe me. Maybe it's not Gunther. It's, it's, it just introduces the element of uncertainty. 
Can you just make sure that you do not leave this notebook when you go into like steal things from the Wachters? I do not want to be mixed up. Oh, yeah. sorry. I mean acquiring okay. items that you need. So we won't. Just leave the mail and they'll come from Zewachter Manor. Alright. Uh, a pleasant evening to you, Mr. Gunther. Uh, um, be before you go, if you are going to be taking things from the Wachters, you need to be careful of Carl and Nikolai Wachter. They are oh, the yes, sons yes. of the Lady Wachter. They are more dangerous than they appear to be. In, in what way? They look like a pair of buffoons, but they fight pretty well. And they are not as stupid as they pretend to be. Do they uh, just party with the sword, or are they more of the magic people? A bit of both. Fighty with the sword, and sometimes using some sort of magic thing that, that when they're close up. Okay, so stay away from them. I just try to avoid them. If you're going to engage them in combat, you need to be pretty quick to take them down. And what do they look anything? like? Well, uh, what do they look like? They're both. Oh, sorry, I interrupted. What was that? No, no, no. What, what the fuck they look like? I'm going to ask my question in a minute. Oh, I was just going to say that they're two rather large boys, uh, well over six feet. Uh, they both have their hair uh, very similar to their mother. Quite this, like, uh, strange, like, brownish gray color. Looks like they're a bit older than they are, but they're both quite young, maybe 19, 20. Uh, they both wear the Wachter coat of arms. Uh, looks like a uh, uh, like a shield with some like weird animals on it that I do not recognize. I've never seen it much close. Uh, and uh, one of them has a dirty great sword, and the other one a longbow. All right, thank you very much. This has been very helpful. Is there anything else you can tell us about the manor and its occupants? Uh, don't go breaking in at night. People go. People have tried to steal from the Wachters before. Last time a group went in, a thieving group went in at night. Their bodies were found outside the front of the manor, just like cut up into pieces. So you think the day is a more safe time to go in? I, to be honest, I would not go in at all. <laughs> I think those people are a bunch of uh, a bunch of wankers. <laughs> I think they are a bunch of crazy people. I would not be messing with the Wachters, but you seem rather convinced that this is where you need to go. So maybe maybe there's a way in without having to uh, break in. It's no secret that Lady Wachter wants to be the new mayor, wants to take over. Maybe that could be an angle you could uh, prey upon. Oh, could turn out that you're not happy with ca campaign donors. Yeah, what's perhaps. the um, what's the process of becoming a new mayor? It is a title that is inherited, so she's going to have to kill him and his children. And then bully the town into, like, siding with her. That's why she hasn't done it yet. It's a lot of work. I see. Hmm. And not a I lot of people we, like the Wachters. Maybe we should just burn her house down and then pick through the rubble. I think that's that, the best plan. That would be uh, like finding a ring in a castle stack. Yeah. Almost <laughs> or exactly. Or something like that. I look, I, I do not tell you how to do your job, just make sure you do not get spotted setting fire to the manor. I'm sorry, setting fire to the what? Just make sure you don't get caught setting fire to the manor. I do not want to set fire to the manor. Oh, good, okay. No, no, no fire. Goodbye, Gunther. Hey, Gunther. It's not now. We've taken up too much of his time. Shut up. All right. You what happen to come across. Out of this door? Uh, if you happen to come across any more goods that you need to move quickly, remember your friend Gunther. Yes, we will. 
It's a weird tagline, but all right, let's go. <laughs> all right. Um, so I think we all agree. Um, Lady Wachter is the culprit. They were framing poor Miljevosh. Yeah, let's go punch the silly bitch. Can, can, can I have a nap? Well, I don't think we can go in there at night time. I don't, well, if you want your ring, we'll, we can't go in there during the daytime in case she is out. Well, we, can, we, keep, we can get up early. Well, now that she'll be in there during the night time, if we get up early and just make sure that she hasn't left yet. Yeah, what breakfast if? surprise. I, yeah, I guess if we want to do the <laughs> campaign donor angle to get through the front door, we could... Well, um... I, I also have another little plan there. Uh, as part of those magical skill sets that you've been ever so intrigued about, um, I was going to propose <gasps> I meet my either ring. The, meet either the, the the mayor or his two sons, um, and I can disguise myself as either one of them and potentially get access into their property. I love that. That has sparked an idea in my head. What if instead of doing what you said, we go to the mayor, talk to them, it reveal the plan of the attempting to overthrow, conspire with the mayor, which isn't conspiring, it's scheming if you're doing it with the people in charge, to overthrow Lady Vokta, and then we can ruin her reputation destroy her entire fortune and then she'll be forced to sell the ring just to be able to eat the food and then we'll have it. Uh, it's not, I think the plan might be slightly too long term and I'm pretty sure the mayor already knows the lady Walker is out to get him. That oh. and I want my ring now. Well also, I think um, Jonah has already mentioned that perhaps he needs um, a rest so um, we could go in the morning. Um, we lose the advantage of my pie, sure, but we could pretend to be campaign donors, offer to support her um, with funds and or muscle, and that could get us through the front gate. I have a better what idea. Exactly, what exactly does your pie do? It uh, makes him very sleepy for the evening. Can we just go there and like kill him from a distance? Uh, no, well, I think if we kill him, people. then we will know. Then someone will know that the yeah, man is under assault. Not necessarily. Or well, option option C is yes, we just we just we just bomb rush Shimana and hope we don't die. Yeah, Jonah's absolutely prepared for that. Let's let's go now. Rose, speak some Shimana. sense into him. <laughs> well, Dawn, say something. Uh, I look Are around. You... Are the kids in there right now? Other what? Sorry, no. You Other can't kids. see. You can't. You can't see the two ghosts. I feel like Tithler would be able to see them. No, because they're not there. <laughs> Tithler's hallucinating them there. Then Tithler can see them. Rose, <laughs> Thorn. They, Rose? I mean, they're not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna roleplay them because they're not there. So no, I know. That's you fine. You can just. You can Rose? just have a have a. <laughs> the ghosts. The ghosts are, are not there. I think saying? you need a. Have a little bit of a rest. You've uh, been quite, uh, quite imaginative today, so let's let's pack this one up. Uh, good. Thank you for your hospitality and this and all that sort of stuff. We're, we're going to oh, be on our way. He's still there. I, th- right. I thought, yeah, I thought yeah. most of you had left my. Uh, <laughs> no, I thought most of you had left the store. Right. I am just like peeking out through the window because I was closing yeah. up the door. Back to the inn. 
sleepy time for Zinad, we assault Zimander in the morning. I, I would like to see one of the mayor's kids before I go to bed, though. No, this no. is the mayor. The, <laughs> I just want to look at This is the lady walk. The, the mayor is her political rival. Yeah, yeah, I want to see the mayor's kids, because if she wants to kill the mayor and the mayor's kids, it should ah, let the mayor's how, kid how in How old are they? Because they're probably Bear. asleep. No, it's not. I, I just need to it look is. at them. 6pm. It's closer to seven now after talking to uh, Gunther. That's not a bad plan. We could deliver a fake mayor's kid to her for for murder. There we go. Oh, this is exactly what I was proposing there. Let's go go heist you or look at a mayor's kid. I'm sure there's an easy way. This is not an easy way. I'm I'm into this. This is the kind of hijinks I'm here for. As, As you guys begin heading out of the stockyard, you hear a low growl echo through the streets and then a shout, a cry of alarm, the sound of splintering wood. And as you turn and look behind you, you see one of the large shipping crates has splintered open, revealing an enormous white direwolf. As it growls ominously, you hear the cries of alarm from behind it as the wolf snaps at something around its neck, some sort of tether, and then takes off, sprinting towards you, growling. And that right. is where we're going to leave things for tonight. Fuck, that wasn't Ooh. there before. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's, I, I, I always like ending on a little bit of a cliffhanger, uh, Andrew, in case, uh, in case you haven't, uh, <laughs> haven't noticed in all the D&D sessions I've run. Um, I always like ending on a little bit of a cliffhanger. I hadn't ever noticed, Owen. I hadn't oh, ever noticed that's it That's so all. crazy. Yeah, you're really just quite oblivious, aren't you, mate? Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you so much I'm for joining us. I'm dead by this point at the end of the session, though, to be fair. That's true. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'd, let me just roll for the wolf. Uh, oh, that is a nat 20. Oh, uh, so that's 427 points of damage. Um, are you are you okay? Like, how are you? How are you looking? I am on, I'm on negative 400. Damage. You watch as the wolf's jaws close around Raspip, and as the wolf throws its head back in, this ah oh, fuck! As the wolf then it's swallows. Just pelicans and just. Uh, no, obviously, obviously, none of that happens. Um, and thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We will be back again next week for more Curse of Strahd. Thank you so much, Andrew, for coming and joining us as the uh, lovely and charismatic Raspip. Looking, uh, looking forward to uh, to seeing more of Raspip. And I also love the look of uh, confusion on Haz's face as he's trying to figure out what type of class you are, and then you throw in an Eldritch Blast, and he's just like. Yeah. Wait, oh, what? Sauce I thought you, I thought you might like that. Sauce can't blast eldritchly. Uh, there's <laughs> some sorcerers can. Can't they? Can't they? <laughs> yeah, some some sorcerers can. Um, I mean, we said it now. It's also in your character art that was cycling through, so I've kind of really spoiled it. But yeah, um, thank you so much, everybody. We will see you all next time. Stay safe. Stay well. And uh, we will see you all tomorrow night. Well, sorry, I'm not we. Uh, I realise that it's uh, it's going to be me and the Avatar crew. But tomorrow night, we're back with Avatar Legends. And then on Wednesday is Return of the Giants. So stay safe, stay well. And until next time, see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.